geekversus.com. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I'm your host, Chris, as always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Must beat Destiny's Raid. And John. News! <laughs> Too early? Yeah. Roll Tide. I think at Roll Tide. Kind of, I mean, <laughs> from what I gathered, they didn't look too good. No, they look great. The defense at the end when they put in the backups because of all the injuries to the linebackers didn't look great. Yeah. But Jalen looked amazing. I was on the ones and twos making it hop. Yeah. Had a pretty cool little thing I had this weekend. Audience, in case you were wondering, you have reached a video game podcast. Indeed. What's video games? And we just, we, we talk about ones and twos. <laughs> I got to be around a real live mariachi band this weekend. Huh. It was very cool. That could be both good and bad, depending on what, how bad or they what were, they're playing. They were amazing. We almost had Mexican food last night, but huh. we went to Texas Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Ish. So My wife wanted some potatoes. Your wife! <laughs> I wanted, so dropped that Chris, ball. <laughs> she, she wanted some potato skins. Yeah. Tighter skins. Texas Red America. has pretty good potato skins. They say, uh, or the ones you see in the stores now, is the TGI Fridays tater skins. The loaded tater skins. Hey, that's skins. coming to Hulu. Mm, mm, mm. You can buy Sorry. those. I, I don't know if the Texas Roadhouse goes as worldwide as TGI Fridays. I, I mean, I don't know, John. These, it's good. They got pretty good steak. They got pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, so we watched some football. We had some stuff. John, you were a busy boy. I did drop. I did drop the ball on my uh, upset prediction, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. I told you. He, oh, no, I'll tell you what. The, uh, I'll tell you what. Yeah. The Louis second Bell? half, he started looking like a god again. The first half, he got messed up. Too late. He just yeah. didn't have enough help. You, since you put it out there, Chris, going into this weekend mm-hmm. for you football guys, he was like, "I'm telling you, this is this is the week Clemson gets upset. Lamar Jackson revenge." And I was like, yeah, I don't He tried. He really tried, but his uh he just didn't have a good enough team around him. Yeah. I think it was, that was more of what it was. Maybe but. Clemson will sign him next year. Unless he's a senior, I don't know. Uh, Chris. He's a junior and he's probably or no, he's a sophomore. So he's got one more year after this and then he goes to the NFL. Well um because oh, he'll he, leave early. <laughs> the only football I got to watch was prior to leaving for where I went. Uh-huh. Uh was the English Premier League and my beloved Tottenham Ugh. Hotspur. And they, 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 they drew zero to zero against the team. They I thought you were about have... to say Florida and Tennessee, and I'd be like, no. I feel so sorry for they you. They should not have drew two. <laughs> I was very upset. Ugly. I, love ugly fo- I did call one upset, though. I called uh, Mississippi State over LSU. I did, too. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah. stuff. Right. Right. Damn Fist ball. Ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Old Bulldogs. And John... You're a busy boy because it was crazy. A, a game came out Friday that you may be about to talk about. I don't know. Are we'll we? possible? Um, and but you I became stayed. a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> My wife came in and said, "Your wife? I don't see no Better crack." <laughs> she said, "I don't see your crack." So then you moved her. <laughs> <laughs> there was that. Now I kind of I kind of broke my toilet yesterday. Um, not for the reasons you might think. Yeah, I need to get rid of that. Sorry. Yeah. Might be a sign that it's time to hit the gym. It's Wait, uh, what? <laughs> I mean, I am really sore today because I lifted my toilet at least ten times. Those are not light. They're I not know. light. I kept trying to bolt it down without it wobbling, and I just couldn't get it to not wobble because should call Jeff. The well, <laughs> it's a two man job, really. I uh, I did 
kind of reach out to him, a, a number of people to see. He's built like Gimli the Dwarf. <laughs> he is like, built literally, like- <laughs> you did that. Like, and you're struggling that. I went over to his uh, place I already to watch the game, and he just put in, like, new stove and new countertops. He didn't do that. He did parts of it. Like, he showed me, well, like, the thing. He I'm did not- the uh, he did the sink, and I, I hope he hears he this. I hope he does. Yeah. A sink and a stove and all that, very simple <clears throat> to do. Okay. All he had to do was move the old stuff out. He got new countertops put in, and then you just slide the new stuff in. He sanded off the old countertops. That was because yes, he- Jeff is amazing. Can we talk about me now? <laughs> <laughs> just my favorite. No, the oh. the, the flange it was um, was broken. That's the thing that sits right on the floor that you put all the uh, wax onto to keep it sealed. I know. Know and, uh, what you just said, boy? But yeah. you special. Listen, and so the you, so the flange is attached to a PVC pipe that goes down in into the sewer. Yeah, all it's all part there. of your foundation. So I could, and it's and it's glued onto the PVC pipe, so I could saw it and potentially damage the PVC pipe. So I said, "Honey, here's the thing: I could <laughs> technically do this, but if I f up, I could say f. Yeah. yeah, you could say f. If I f up the PVC pipe." That goes all the way down to the sewer. We screwed. That's a lot of money. So she she allowed me. She doesn't always allow me. She allowed me to call a plumber. So he's coming That's by nice. Wednesday morning. Yeah, but I'm sure Jeff could fix it. I would just I would hate to put him. <laughs> Y'all put so much value on what Jeff can do. I've you seen guys just spent two minutes talking to, about Jeff. No, I I was downplaying and his what beautiful he did. Hobbit body. I'm saying like there was a time if you Sexy went to Jeff's backyard. Mm-hmm. It felt like you were. It was like a Goonies invention. Do you mean because the there backyard. was a freaking? Because uh, <laughs> there was a freaking uh, skate. There was like uh, a weighted thing you had to push here to watch a ball go there, and then yeah. a little thing would click something else open, and you finally could go through the backyard. Mm. He had a half pipe. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, he oh did. yeah, he had a half pipe was, back there. <laughs> he. Uh, well, all I was trying to do was reseal the toilet. And then the day before, we had to go over to my mother-in-law's house to to clean for her. She can't. She she has a hard time getting around. Yeah. So it just was a weird weekend. Just a lot of what? unexpected things happening. Yeah. Huh. But I managed to get some good playtime in. Nice. Watched a little bit of Arrow. That's oh. right. <laughs> yeah. What, what my, season? Kid, my kids. What season it. are you on? I'm on the fourth one now. Oh, the fourth season. Yeah. And I've the- heard it gets better. In the fourth and fifth season, so I've heard Aiden started watching it, and I suggested he watch it. He was he was hooked to it. So. From what I recall, the fourth season is the worst, and then the fifth season, it? the back half, they're saying was somewhat redemption. It starts off a little silly. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, it's but he's hairdo. but he's literally the Green have, Arrow now. Have the he's other not just Arrow? He's the Green Arrow. Have the other people shown up besides yeah. uh, Diggle? Besides Diggle and, and uh, Arsenal Felicity. and Felicity and, and oh my god, John Felicity, Felicity is my favorite. I'll just say that, and then I'll say, <laughs> "Yum." Is it just the core people who have been there for a good while? Ah, uh, let's see. His teammates. Let's see. Laurel is now the Black Canary, Black Canary, yeah. and she just keeps getting rocked every time she gets in a that's that. That's the part where it gets really silly. You, I didn't you took, understand. You took it. a couple of boxing lessons, and now you're the Black Canary. It's like you had this character. She was already defined pretty well in the comics, and, yeah. and you just kind of in the comics did she do the same thing? No, in the comics she she's just Laurel and she's Black Canary and she's really BA. in the comics she is Laurel. Yeah, oh. Laurel Laurel is. She's uh, the, I'm oh, saying I, she was also the Black Canary in the comic. Yes, but they didn't start that off this time uh, in Arrow. This is a games podcast, but yeah, <laughs> I'm learning new things though. Yeah, uh, but no. At some point, I don't know when some other people show up, and 
those people, I saw them and I tried to watch an episode with them. I was like, uh, no, it's, it's enjoyable to me. It's, it's, I don't expect, I don't expect riveting television from it. It's just fun to watch. It is Aiden fun. gets a kick out of the fact that yeah. every once in a while, the flash shows up. I was going to say, so are you going to watch flash now? Yeah. Flash is better. I, I've seen the first season, but at the time that's all they had on Netflix. I'm saying, has he watched it yet? No, he, he want, he actually at one point where Barry calls Oliver and says, I woke up. Can I talk to you? Yeah. Aiden was like, when are they going to talk? I, I gotta I go back and watch. He tried to go back and watch that episode, but yeah, that's a hard thing to do. It didn't make sense. If so, you're not watching yeah. that stuff live, you'll find that they overlap more yeah. than you kind of want but to. It's, do. Yeah, it's it's. I like what I mean. I think the DC thing is fun the way they're doing it. Everything's connected, like with especially yeah. with Barry and Oliver. I think last year was probably the best of those. This year got a little too convoluted because it was like. Legends it was, of Tomorrow. It was Legends of Tomorrow. It was Supergirl. It was uh, Arrow and Flash. And like, when I thought that you was connected, but with a in a different dimension. Like, well, she, only Flash she comes can up, connect with Supergirl. She comes over from her dimension to help out. So <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's it's really weird. And they're like, "Who's Superman? Yeah, you, there's a there's, there's right? a man that dresses like you. Might as well bring Martian Manhunter too, Sean." Huh? Still liking Destiny 2? Loving it. I am. How do you like that 85 Metacritic score? Oh, uh, I don't. It's nice. Dang. It, the, uh, it is what it is. No, it's good. You know, I know, but it the game is a better game than Destiny 1. Oh, by far. 71 on Metacritic last time. Yeah, I, I think like, it was 71. I like old Statistic right, John. He's amazing. <laughs> we'll You're the best. Fun fact though, uh, Knack mm-hmm. has like a Knack seven. Two. Knack 2 has a, like a 71. It was a on Metacritic right now, mm-hmm. and it's a vast improvement over a 54 Metacritic score from the original Knack. The original Destiny had a 76. Average. And we, 76, okay. and we loved uh, the original Knack. Yeah, we did. So oh, this one, oh no, this one's my jam. Oh yeah, yeah we, Destiny. If you've played Destiny, you uh, you know that the raid happened. The raid is out. It's live. The first one, and we're on the boss. We've been on Ooh. the boss for a little while, and and if you guys were any good, Tate would have already beat it. <laughs> We, uh, at lunch today. It's not Tate's fault. He's carrying everybody. At lunch exactly. today, we, we explained to John kind of like the elements that go, yeah, I'll, I'm Sorry. right on two things. It's fine. Uh, I explained to John that the mechanic of how the raid works. Okay. And he was like, whoa, that's, that's crazy stuff. Yeah. And that's how he said it. And we just kind of looked at each other for a minute. Chris, you, I think you, if you jumped in, you'd probably get addicted. I, I mean, I've played the, the raid from what, Taken King. Um, so not the same. I like it. I mean, it's fine and all. It's just, I know the time that it takes to invest. Mm -hmm. Um, and and you'd rather play basketball. I I really would. (laughs) Uh, but there's that and just the cycle, you know, like those kinds of games, it's about being in a cycle and being okay with the fact that you're in a cycle. You know, like when you play wow or you understand, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know, that has an end game like Diablo. You have to be okay with it. Otherwise, you put it down and you move on to something else. I don't think I would. I I remember that the improvement from taking King's Endgame from vanilla Destiny was much better. But yeah, it still wasn't one that I vastly enjoyed. Well, we are, I would want to go back to it. We are the the greatest last worst raid team ever. This is true. Like we 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 have a. Well, you have Ryan Leaf, first off. That we have the happen. Ryan Leaf of podcast as a warlock. Yeah. We've got friend of the show Tate as a, as a warlock and he's usually a titan. Yeah. That's weird. It's so weird. And we got your boy 
who's a hunter, and I'm legit. And then we have <laughs> is that because you want to be like Cade? You yes, want to be like Cade he's Sigma. awesome. Yeah. And then we had uh, he'll never be Nathan. I don't probably. know how friend of the show Cam, mm-hmm. Adam, however you want to say it. He's a hunter, and the thing about him is in Destiny One, he he may have been the greatest at, at executing jumps, right? On platforming, <laughs> has he failed to? now? <laughs> Chris miserably wouldn't even describe how well he's failed. Now that was the one thing I have to say. Like when I came in, yeah, I got the the platforming pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you know, I, I definitely could have. I wasn't pre- premium, but I definitely wasn't sitting there dying every five seconds. You know? The uh, the vastness of this raid uh-huh. is kind of is kind of wickedly cool. It's it's cool. it's huge. And there's tons to explore and tons of chests to find, and and we're just starting, you know. Now, how does it work? Because it has raid finder, right? This time, then yeah. they put a raid yeah. finder. So, how does that work? Like, is it basically you have to start from the beginning every time you do it, or does it like have checkpoints and you if can you, load? If you load in a with point? a checkpoint with somebody who's got one, you're good. I think when you raid find, though, I think you have to start from scratch. Ah, I could be wrong on that. Okay. There is a mechanic they've added that um, if you need to be helped run through it, mm-hmm. uh, the guilds can go out there and, and initiate a a way to come get you and run you through it, but you have to oh, be a certain good. light level. And then it's a rating system. So if you say, it's almost like an Uber. Say we come pick you up and you ride with us mm-hmm. and we treat you well, you're going to rate us well. Okay. But if you if we continually get bad ratings, we're not going to be able to Uber you anymore. Okay. That's kind of how they've done it in Destiny with the raid and, and taking people through. I can't wait till it just turns into people doing it, but they're complete D's. Like that would be you horrible. just stick with them, and if you if you fail, oof, sorry. I'm just thumbs down. I'm just I'm just happy for for Me, Bungie and oh, for you. Oh, okay. I, I just I feel like this is just good vibes. It is. I mean, people are really this is this Money. is a this is a really good course correction. And dude, I'll tell you this. I don't know if I talked about it last week. I don't think I did. Maybe afterwards. There's a video that's out there from the Bungie employees, and oh, they're sitting like in a. You were telling me about it. Almost like a theater preview room kind of thing. Yeah. And they've got big screens up on, and they're watching the first raid group go through. Mm. Okay. And the pure excitement that turns into like complete happiness for these people when they see that they're getting it, and they stand up and they're like, "There it is! He knows what to do. He's getting it. They're melting him. He's going down." And you hear all this excitement build up. And then there's yeah, how someone, cool is that to see the behind the scenes from a company that that built the game to see the the to, players they want to play it succeed and, and to see and a it. studio like that yeah care about a team's first rate I like cheering them on that that's just a yeah. I haven't had a chance to watch that but that that, that had to I feel, may feel like a on, really good moment there's yeah. got to be like the two guys from Quality Control though in the corner of the room like well that's broken that needs to be fixed <laughs> <laughs> that's that's if I remember I'll put it on our Twitter but if not. Are we good? Yeah. Let's let's do this. Let's start, start the show. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Yeah. Topic time 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 time. News. No. <laughs> the topic is for the first time ever. Wait, are you dual doing? topic. <laughs> what just happened? He was like, how do I say this? How do I phrase it? Right. <laughs> so the topics, because when you have more than one thing, you add an S to the end, are oh <laughs> NBA 2K18 and Metroid Samus Returns. Ooh, shocking, right? Right. Are we talking about that? Yeah. A little bit. <clears throat> I can't wait to 
I'll tell you this. I ha- I've seen you smile all day while you played it because we had lunch <laughs> together. And I've seen you today when I walked in. And when I walked in, Chris was balling out. Uh, actually, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen you don't think you, that doesn't mean what you think it means. It was embarrassing, and we <laughs> yeah. had to we had to run Calling out. Calling isn't and, accurate. Three for five, only got seven points, only got three assists. Yeah, I'm looking at a stat screen right now for Christopher Love. Right? <laughs> Is Point that always your name? Yes, yes. Chris Love? Yeah. Always Christopher Love. Always. It's not Chris Love. It's Christopher Love. Christopher Love. For the old Washington Wizards. We're early in the first half, though, aren't we? Yeah, we're playing, we're playing Atlanta right now. It's a, it's a blowout. <laughs> Let's put it that way. John Wall's been going off. I'm not going to lie. This, every time I see this game, I'm, I'm blown away by how, how well they, they capture what today's basketball <laughs> game is as far as the atmosphere mm-hmm. and the broadcast of the games. Yeah, there's a, no doubt about this in my mind. Um, they have been the Kings and they continue to evolve and, push the boundaries of what the level that is expected for immersion of sports and, you know, just getting something right. Like from the fact that like this year, you know, if, if Steph, if Stephen Curry's open, he's going to do his little hold up the finger thing that he does in real life. The fact that like people on the sidelines, your, your teammates, like if you're playing as Cleveland, they'll be like Jr. in the wing, and Jr. is literally open in the wing. If you pass to him, he will hit that shot. Yeah, like things like that, you just don't see in any other sports game. On top of their usual stuff, where it's like, hey, you have the whole entire kind of TNT uh, preview presentation with Kenny Shack or uh, yeah, Kenny Shack and Ernie. Um, see, John Shack is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is this, uh, once again, a Spike Lee joint? No, it's not a Spike oh, Lee okay. joint. They kind of, um, so this year for my career, which is really, for those who don't know, that's what I focus on this because it is basically someone said, here's an RPG and we're dropping it into a sports game. And, and this game with that my career, mm-hmm. um, that's why you were kind of excited a few weeks back to see what Madden was going to do with their, their version of it, which yeah. it did not, of course, it, it this game's so far ahead of everybody else in that it didn't live up to the hype then, but it's because of how good they do it here. Yeah, Madden, I think, did an interesting thing, but the problem is is that it's only five or six hours, and then the only other thing you can do is do my career or franchise-connected careers, which they haven't updated in forever. So yeah. it's the same thing. You go in there and you create a character, and within a season you've pretty much gotten them up to 99, and you just feel overpowered, and there's... It's just how much do you love playing Madden as just one character um, versus this where you start out at level 60. And I mean, it's a grind. I mean, uh, you can spend money, but otherwise it is real a, money or in-game money or both. You can both. You get currency VC. Yeah. Uh, and you can grind, you grind your way up to build up that character. <laughs> there are certain things like um on top of your stats, like you eventually reach a cap and you have to play games to raise that cap to go higher. And there are badges that you have to earn by playing the game and doing certain yeah. feats over time and number of times that will give you boost to how well your, your character can do those things. Like for instance, like if you want to be Steph Curry and drain that three from 30 feet away, there's a badge for that. You just have to do it a lot, and eventually you get a bonus where it will happen a lot more often for you. Hey, Chris, mm-hmm. are we talking about practice? I'm not talking about a game. We're just talking about practice. <laughs> just 
talking about practice. <laughs> Not even a game. But, um, yeah, so this year the big addition to everything is the neighborhood. Um, the last couple of years, like, you would have all the, like, they would, the game is all about trying to immerse you. You start out usually as some, some rookie that's just coming to the league somehow. Mm-hmm. And you're low rated, and it's about earning your way up. So you'd have to go to practice, you'd have to take agent meetings, play games, start off from the bench, work your way up. Uh, that required going through a lot of different menus and stuff like that, right? Um, and at times, especially after your first or second season, when you've gotten past the main story beats of it, it just kind of felt like a lot of loading, waiting for things. So to kind of make that work, instead, they've built an open world environment. Um, where you and about, usually I would say roughly about 40 other players at any given time are loaded onto a server that is that neighborhood. And within that neighborhood, you can go to practice. You can go to the Gatorade Institute to like get your workout on. So you'll be, have higher stamina. <clears throat> you can go to a barber shop. You can, uh, hey. <laughs> can you get tats? You can get tattoos. You can up. go. You can go to Foot Locker and get whatever shoes you want to get. Say, no, that's that's just not realistic. <laughs> you can go. You can go Foot Locker, get whatever shoes you want. Go to the NBA store if you want official gear. Um, go to like their you know pickup game courts that you can go do. Those are the coolest to me. Yeah, like where you'll just go and you'll see, you know, five people playing, and you can be like, I got next. So and, you can, and your you character can in. go stand by the court, and when it's your time, you can play with everybody. Um, so the so the gameplay doesn't only reside with on the court. Uh no. Is no. there any is there any shooting mechanics? <laughs> uh yeah, there I mean Oh like, what? What? No, not like that shooting. Oh, okay. Uh there there are like little <laughs> mini games that you'll find throughout the world that you can do like where it's like, hey, how many shots can you hit within this time period or things like that, dunk contest. Um and then on top of that you have the main modes, which are your actual career if you want to do that, if you want to be an NBA star. Uh there's the Pro Am, which is like everyone getting their characters together on teams and playing other teams in the league for, for VC and that rewards. Cool. Uh, and then there are challenges like there's Annie up where you can bet VC for high amounts of currency in return. If you do certain goals in the game. Uh, so, you know, there's, it's taking all these modes that people were playing with their character and making it where instead of them having to continually go through loads of different screens to get into the thing they want to do, for the most part, outside of starting an actual game or going to practice, you can do everything now. Yeah. With uh, without having to worry about uh, reloading. Um. So that's really nice. Um, and it's also cool because you get to see everyone's personality as time has come on. Like you can see like the styles that they have. They've got some really weird, funny animations in there. There's like you can get uh. Lonzo Ball's father, LeVar Ball, his run, his terrible, look, goofy-looking run. You yeah. can have it. So I just see these people wavingly going down the street as they're running. And it's like, what the heck? And if you don't know the Ball family, they yeah. are very polarizing. He's in, in he's sport. he's in the game like uh, as a background character. Like, you'll get texts. They'll be like, you should join BBV. You're like, what? And you're what? like, you know, it's like, we'll run the that's, world. That's like real. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. come on, we'll make $3,000 shoes together. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and this is all things that he's done. Uh, he's like, oh, you're, it's like, oh, what? He said, your show will only be 2500 though, because, you know, my son's got to have a $3,000 shoe. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, there's uh 
there is, I was telling Sean this, um, JBL, uh, did the headphones for the game that you can buy. Uh, so of course there's a JBL recording studio where literally yeah. there's 15 tracks with a soundboard for you to just mix and do whatever you want with. That's so cool. Yeah. Like just, they put that in the game. I was this like, is crazy. who can, does this? Can, can you save the audio file to use for in-game? No, uh, I really wish you could. Like, probably the best you could do is if, if you wanted to get good with your timing and stuff, you could remix and, and do all the little editing and then probably record it on your PlayStation and publish it to YouTube. Well, I didn't mean to publish it for anybody, but to play for while you're um, immersed in your game. No, no, no. Get a, cool. They're like, no, no, no. We paid money for that Outcast. We expect to hear that. Outcast. <laughs> oh, it's like Outcast and stuff, dude. There's a there's Chemical Mars on there. I mean, I, I'm thinking it's just like a soundboard with just you know. Oh well, no, no, no. With these, they're just like 15 drum, kind of like electronic snare. tracks that they have. Hi hat. Um, I just named drum points. But like when you're actually in the game, it's it's like real music, you know, like oh. ma- major stars, and yeah, things like that. Um. Other thing, like, they've stepped it up in the sense of, like, when you actually go into a game this year, uh, you really get a full immersion, like, I think more than ever before, because you always start your game out in your locker room, and you'll be, like, sitting at your locker. You can change out any gear if you want. So, if, like, you've gotten a bunch of different Nikes or Jordans, I'm signed with Jordan. Um, <laughs> little fun fact. Yeah, I was signed with Jordan. Yeah. Uh, MJ. <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> You can like switch out all that stuff there, you know, customize whatever jersey you want to wear that night. Do that there. And then afterwards, you'll like walk to the floor and you might like, you know, cut up with the security guard who's always there, you know, or hit up. How cool is that? Or like, you know, converse with one of your teammates. Uh, this guy that they kind of put in the game this year called Shammy Wells, who's like, he's like, <laughs> the idea of it is like, you're the rook and he's the veteran guy that's like, you're his Sh- rook. What's yeah. the name again? Shammy Wells. Shammy Wells. 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 Yeah. <laughs> So you might like cut up about various things. I mean, like it's crazy the stuff that they'll talk about, um, that you just, you're like, wait, did that just happen? Uh, and then finally you get to the court and instead of the game just starting, no, you go through warmups. You, you do your, you know, your shoot around and all that. Try to get your timing down, make sure you got the flow going. And then the actual presentation starts of the main, you know, match. And like it just feels realistic and like, it can start out so many different ways. Like you could have the TV interludes like that. You see those hype videos, you know, John Wall driving to the lane and stuff like that, you know, as Kendrick Lamar's playing, or it can be John Too bad saw he's on the bench, <laughs> uh, Kendrick or, uh, John saw earlier that, uh, um, what's called like they were, there was a woman singing the national anthem. There's been other times where they actually show the main intros. So, you know, you get the hype and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And just, it really does a great job of making you feel like, you're part of the NBA experience from to the point of the actual game starting to them when it ends, like you can be pulled into an interview with Ernie and Shaq afterwards. You might have to hit up the radio, uh, the local radio sports DJ, uh, cool is that? or you Full might have margin. to go, you might have to go do a press conference afterwards and you have a lot of freedom to do what you want and say, like you can be that guy who is the perfect, you, you could be the paid Manning, the guys, I mean, we just came out there and we, my teammates, you know, they really helped me today, and I just try to do the best I can. I'm really thankful for the opportunities I got and just that I was able to convert them. Or you could come out and be like, these people suck. I am a god. Bow so, down before me. So you can control your own messaging? Exactly. Yeah. And you Which will, have will affect the you. best part. You have yeah. a PR person there, and if you start to go off that way, she's just over there going like, oh, God, no. God, that's so awesome. <laughs> so, nice. you know, there, Christopher Love was really 
on start, it tonight. Start talking third person, <laughs> right? Love. I wish you could do it that way. That would be that <laughs> that's would all be you would do. would do. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, Christopher Love sometimes has to choke up on the bat when he goes for <laughs> a single. No, that's Ricky Henderson. Um, but there was that, you know, and it just so far it's felt really, really great in that sense. Like I, I feel like this is a community they could build up over time. The big criticism, though, for this year, and I think it's been something growing for the community the last couple of years, and it's really coming to a head this year, is 2K is really trying to make this a freemium game. They want you to spend money, and it feels like you have to spend money to a point like where, like, if you want to get a haircut now, like, you don't start out with, with like, five haircut choices you could pick from at the beginning game and like no facial hair you gotta go spend like a thousand bc on each of these and you can't preview them before you actually equip them that sucks yeah and if you load in like your face scan or anything like that that after you do it (laughs) it completely wipes out those purchases and you have to repurchase them again so it's yeah things like that you're like what are you doing here and like that's not cool they've really made it where he did not like his scan no, I did not like my scan first. Uh, it's gotten a little bit better. As, um, as, as, as the first thing he said to me was basically like, I don't look like me. And I'm not happy with it. I, I just, <laughs> I look like my friend Matt and I had a, had a baby and then I put some hair on it. Jeez. <laughs> oh, that's uh, right. a horrifying sight. Isn't it? No, uh, I, it's, it's the, the freemium model. It's funny you should bring that up. But I feel like that's a possible, I say possible and inevitable in the same sentence, a possible inevitable future for a lot of games. Call of Duty sure. talking about it. They're yeah. looking into it. I think I'm fine with that, but it's just right now, everything that like it used to be, even though, yes, if you wanted to get the jump up to 85, which is kind of like the original initial cap you get with your character, mm-hmm. you could spend, you know, yeah, 50 bucks and you could do it. You know, it's not that real money. deal. Yeah. Like real money. You could do it this year if you want to, and you probably get there. Um, I usually give about 25 bucks just because I want to start off. Cheater. Uh, it's, I'm kidding. It's more of like everyone. I, I didn't think. I was like, I wonder how many people do this. Now that I play on there, I know exactly how many people do it. <laughs> a lot of people apparently do it. Uh, and it's because, you know, when you start out at 60, it's just, it's a pain. It is yeah, a really you suck. big pain. Yeah. And you want to uh, be good. You want to be decent. Yeah, Get but good. Like this year, <laughs> the... It used to be the way you would do is you would start out and you'd have to play on the lower difficulties to get your stats and to build up your character. But once you did that work, you could crank up the difficulty. And the reward was you got a huge multiplier as far as coins you would earn per activity. So, you know, like a regular person would earn about 1,000 coins a game. A person playing on the hardest difficulty could earn like 6,000 coin a game, um, especially once their salary gets reevaluated after the first or second season. Now it's, they've removed that modifier. So whatever your difficulty you're playing on, you're earning the same regardless. Um, and that just kind of feels like this cheat. And it really feels like at times, like you really have to make choices of, well, do I care about the way my character looks and moves and all this kind of stuff that you want me to do? Or do I just want to get my ratings up? Because you're going to have to play a ton of games to do that. And for people who like to play pro-am, leagues and stuff like that it's like they're kind of being pressured into a point where they probably feel like they have to buy this stuff because there's just no way you can go contend in those leagues with four other people on your team and be like a 70 something when they're all 90s and you know 
able to just dominate I, you. I can't help but relate that to Destiny. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. the raids. You That's try to go one. into a raid, and you're you're very at the minimal light level to get 260. in. Two sixty. Here I am. Let's raid. Boys. Everybody else is at three hundred, and you're like, "Hey, I'm not really doing anything, I'm but we're be, winning. <laughs> let's get carried on or carried so, through." And I actually spent real money on Destiny too, Chris. Oh, for the first time in my life. So. First time in your life. For the first time in my life. But you still, I mean, you like NBA, dude. It's your yearly thing. And, I do. And it's, it's overall, it's getting better. And even if it's incrementally better, it's still like getting said, better. This, it's this one thing that is a problem. Yeah. And I think like there's, you know, they're seeing a little bit of backlash this year. Um, from it because, you know, like there have been times where servers haven't saved your game totals. Like as far as VC of what you earn, so you're telling them you're not earning your VC and it might not save, like things like that. Am I losing just, my mind or did this happen a few years back? They had server issues before. Just in general. Yeah, yeah and, that was and, uh, yeah. two years ago. I They've think. been solved this time uh, from everything I've experienced. I've not gotten kicked off <clears throat> or anything like that. But it is like an, an issue and you just wonder if they're going to get to a point where, you know, like... I didn't realize just how big NBA had gotten because I've been buying the game digitally. This was the first year I actually went to a midnight. I went to the midnight for uh, Madden as well. When I went to Madden, there was about 60 more, 40 to 60 people, decent crowd, but you know, I was like, it was, it didn't feel like anything special, you know? Uh, when I went to NBA 2K's release, there was about a hundred plus easily by the time I was leaving. What store uh, was it? EB. It was. It was at GameStop, and when I drove down to oh. EB, they were just as packed. Really? Yes. That. I mean, it is clear. I would be willing to bet now for annualized franchises that only Call of Duty is larger, like from something that comes out every year. Even over FIFA. Yes. Uh, in America, okay. let me say it that way. Yeah. In America, in the world. Yes, FIFA is bigger, but NBA 2K is right up there with them now. Yeah, we've seen we've seen 2K pop up in the top ten every month. Yeah, for, yeah. for MPD, it's, mm. it's been like Grand Theft Auto, NBA 2K 17. <laughs> and, and I mean, like it, it shows what happens when you have like a studio like this that really dedicates and cares himself <laughs> about basketball or uh, one sport, I should say, the way they have. But on the other hand, you have the other entity, which is like, well, if you're 2K. And you don't have a ton of games. You better do what you can to make as much money off these people as you can. And, you know, you hate to see that is the point. I think some people feel like is that they feel like eh, this is becoming more about you getting money out of me and not about me enjoying uh, basketball. And if it becomes like that for this mode, it's eventually just going to die. Yeah, well, people, yeah. people will always find a way to win, dude. Oh, yeah. And we will show them. <laughs> we will saying. show them all. Who are we showing? I don't know them. Last question for me is the is the career mode story driven in in the same way that last year's it's, was? Is there like human conflict that needs resolution? It's so it's going back to so the last okay so two years ago was the most serious one um, with Spike Lee joint yeah. where you were frequency vibrations and and your friend died and it was it was dark times. <laughs> uh, then uh, last year you were the prez. Uh, president of basketball, <laughs> and that was you know that was it had a story to it, but you know like it didn't feel any connection to any of the secondary <laughs> characters. Like you had a girlfriend you met in college, and at some point she just breaks up with you, and I'm like, <laughs> cool, I haven't seen you in five months, so I guess that's why you're breaking up with me. Um, this year <clears throat> they kind of returned it back to the <clears throat> earlier years where you it, it's really all lighthearted. Um, you play as this guy. 
your nickname this year is DJ. And hey. it's because oh, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> the idea is that you were a top prospect, no. but then you gave it up to go be a DJ. Yeah. Uh, Shut up. Yeah. I, mean, I guess it didn't work back. out for you. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I'm in. But through DJing, you realized that your true love was actually basketball. It's always basketball. So you went to this thing for that NBA 2K was holding and, and, uh, as far as like just a court, like, you know, street bow court thing in a prospect or uh, a scout knows you and you get picked up as a prospect. So you're starting from nothing. Were you, um, were you one V one thing people? Uh, three V three. Yeah. Yeah. It was going like that. Yeah. Uh, nice. but, um, <laughs> basically it keeps it very lighthearted. Like they're the characters, your agent is kind of a bumbling idiot. There's also this girl, I think her name is B Mark. Uh, she, I, I've yet to figure out exactly wh- why they decided to put this person in. Um, she is like, so that you can ask the question. Yeah. yeah you're like, she is this, she's just like person who's always like, it just doesn't feel right because the way she looks and dresses and things like that versus how she's carrying herself, it just does not add up. Fit. Yeah. It does not fit the stereotypes that probably are in most people's mind, but she's just like, always like, what up my boy? What you doing, bro? You know, um, be Mark on do my thing. And it's like, you're just like, what are you? <laughs> Why are you here? But luckily she's not in it that much. Um, then there are secondary characters. Like I said, there's like, um, Boo Boo, who's the security guard, yeah. and he's he's fun. He's funny because like you Boo-boo. start out and like he he gives you that like hard like hard uh, lessons. You're not you're, you're not, not even worth my attention you're just right a now. Rookie. Yeah, just you, a- but eventually you, you start becoming friends with him and you can goof off with him. And then there's also uh, uh, I cannot remember his name, but this guy who wanted to be an NBA player but didn't make it. So now he does like the sweet Tim thing. Tebow. Oh no, yeah, Tim Tebow. I know he didn't play basketball, John. He does okay. the he does the sweeping thing with the court, you know, like the stop attacking Christians. The uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I guess it's like a polishing mop, you know. You always see those guys that yeah. go and make sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, like you have conversations with all these people. Or polisher. Yeah. Okay, let's go with that industrial thing that spins. They're like a zamboni, but they don't have a wheels. Right. <laughs> Wait, yeah. zambonis have wheels? I think so. <laughs> Is it the one that uh, Matt Damon was using in? Good Will Hunting? Hey. I think, yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah. Or no, 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 not like that. Oh, not okay. like that. Do you like apples? <laughs> I like them. <laughs> um, but yeah, like they all have their little bits and moments. Um, and then, of course, Shammy Wells, who's like, who's like, <laughs> he's kind of your, you know, thing. Like there's that, there's a stack guy, and there's a, a assistant coach, and they kind of clash as far as like what their ideas of basketball are. But it's just, it builds in really good on top of things like, uh, best commentary I've ever played in a game now. Like Chris Webber's on there. Uh, like they rotate the third chair with NBA stars, is, former NBA stars. Is Chris Webber always trying to go to TV timeouts even though they don't have any? Yeah, he's like, timeout. <laughs> Wait, we can't do that? Uh, he's on there. KG's on there this year. Do you know who Chris Webber is? No. He notoriously was in a national championship game for Michigan. And he had it won. He had it won. Him and Juan Howard. They were going to beat Jawan Howard. Juan Howard. I'm going to call him Juan. Ron Howard's brother? No. No. They He's had right, North though, Carolina beat. Is this yep. college? Yeah. Yes. And, and Chris Weber, he gets kind of trapped. And he, he calls timeout. Your team doesn't have timeouts. That's bad, John. It's called technical foul. Oh, yeah. They lost yeah. possession, John. <laughs> lost possession, and they got to take a free throw. <laughs> and they lost the championship. Yep. 
Ouch. Yeah, that's it's considered the biggest choke job, and he left and he went to the NBA. No, no that's not the biggest. Not yet. He, job. he balled out in the NBA. Yeah. As far as like whoa moments in like yeah, as far as NBA, in a championship, championship game, games, yeah. but he had a good career in the NBA. Yeah. 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 Solid. Yeah. I saw he, uh, some jerseys. Yeah. He uh, he was originally on my team. Originally, no, he was on. Yeah, him. Well, he got drafted by I can't remember who drafted him, but they traded him promptly to to the Bullets. Because he came in, and then next year they got uh, Jawan Howard, and One. then they got uh, <laughs> Jalen Rose. <laughs> and then they the got whole squad. Uh, <laughs> right. Then they also got Rod Strickland and a couple of others, and they they went to the playoffs. I remember that. But playoffs. Then, then he left him, and he went off to make money. Because yeah. you know, oh, we had Rashid Balls too. Yeah, yeah, we were a squad back in the like everyone back who in the Wizards. We? The Wizards. Is, the Wizards. is that your team? or the Bullets? Yeah. 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 Uh, back in the day, everyone on that squad. Went on to be like win championships with everyone else. Where are the Wizards from? Uh, Washington, Washington, DC. Cool. It ties into the Baltimore area. Yep. Used to be the Baltimore Bolts. I don't know if that's a fun fact, but it it is a fact. Yep. (laughs) But yeah, you get a lot of commentary from them and they give you perspective of like things that matter to them in basketball, (laughs) what they think about current topics, things like that. And that's, that's just cool because it feels natural. Like it feels like something you would literally hear. In a game, if there was like a special, why is your uh, head bobbing so much? Special uh, commentator. <laughs> but anyways, that's enough about basketball. Yeah, John's like a cool. I game. think we're gonna go from one game we've got a ton of commentary to a game who has absolutely zero, <laughs> as far as in-game commentary. But this, it's, it's well, you know, the, while this, you talk about this, I can go play. Yeah, sure. I <laughs> okay, mean, cool. So, <clears throat> so I'm playing Metroid: Samus Returns, and and. Uh, Metroid uh, stars Samus as the protagonist, who is a bounty hunter slash DJ. That's for you, Sean, so you'll go and buy it. That's, I was like, there, there's no way Samus was a DJ. That'd be amazing. No, she gets the call from the Galactic Federation, and it shows the scene. There's a cutscene of her spinning records. That's not true. And then she gets a call, and she answers the call, and then she goes to do her thing. This is this is untrue. It's an actual cutscene, Sean. Don't call me a liar. <laughs> On air. Now you got to buy off. it. You I have, have to. You have to buy it. John said that she's a DJ and so. she's kind of hot, so I got to play it. I got to say the, the the evolution to this to this particular game is a crazy one, and I'm going to lie about this story. It never happened, but after E3, I'm glad you're bringing this up. Yeah, man. After E3, um, no, I'll tell that story too. But this oh. is a different story. After <laughs> two E3s ago, I said I just wanted a 2D Metroid, and Chris said. You're 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 only going to get that if Donald Trump is president. <gasps> That's funny. He did not. No, he didn't say that. <laughs> we were actually. I would have believed it. We were actually joking. He literally about that just prefaced it with, ago. "This is not true," and I'm lying. But. And I and I said, I said, "Well, then I'm not going to get one." <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, today I have seven years in the waiting, in the waiting, in the making, <laughs> and waiting. That's both. It took seven years to the, for them to bring Metroid back, and it looks and, so uh, good. It's it's um it's it's everything I wanted for the most part out of a two D Metroid. But uh, when for that other story at E three uh, when when Nintendo gave gave its direct at E three they they announced Metroid Prime four which was. Awesome. Stole the show. Everybody was like, "Come on, everybody was everybody was real excited about that." And so, like, what's that's that? coming in twenty twenty five? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so when that when that when that presentation wrapped up, I got in the car and went to I think I think I went to Chick fil A drive through, and I get a call from Sean, and Sean says, "I had can I had continued watching Nintendo Treehouse because <clears throat> exactly they, yeah. they promised that they would have some game launches there, 
Yeah, and Reggie was on. Ready. Um, but you you called me and said, John, John, they're coming out with a 2DS Metroid for 3DS. I thought he was messing with yeah, me. Yeah, he said, shut up. I said, shut up. I That's think he not said, shut cool. your face. Shut your face. That's not funny. You know I want this. And he goes, no, dude, Reggie, and he laid it out. Uh, basically, immediately after Nintendo Direct, Reggie was on, yep. and he he didn't. I mean, there was the minutes later, he pulls out his 3ds and shows a trailer for Metroid: Samus Returns. So, what this game is basically is a some are calling it a remake uh, of Metroid Two, but it's it's almost a reimagining. And if we're, we abuse animals on this program, it was an accident. <laughs> Sorry, Penny. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, um, so it's it's almost uh, everybody thought it was like a reimagining in the way that Metroid Zero Mission was a remake of the original game. It added a couple of more chapters to the game to kind of uh, flesh out the the story. This one, though, it's almost unfair to even call it a remake. It's it takes basically the guts of Metroid Two and makes it its own thing. The only consistency that you have with it is you go to Planet SR three eighty eight, where the which is kind of considered, I guess, the Metroid homeworld, and you hunt and annihilate the Metroid species, which which the Galactic Federation considers a threat to world peace. But they're so fun to squish. Yeah, you squished it, didn't you? <laughs> so, <clears throat> you be, this is this is almost like if if if, Met, if Super Metroid was made today, this is kind of how it would would look and play. Um, the the gameplay is so tight and so solid and so fluid, and for a 3DS game, um, it's it's gorgeous. And um, I'm hoping by maybe next year we might get an HD port from. Um, of this game onto the switch that would, and it would look, it would go, it would transfer beautifully. It would look really good. This game was developed by Mercury steam. They are the developers from the Castlevania Lords of shadow series, which started off with a really solid Castlevania game and continued it with two sequels that I liked very much, but the world did not. So when they heard Mercury, Mercury steam, announced as the developer for this game people were like mm, wait a minute mm, are we sure about this should we be nervous about right. this because they made a 3ds game one of the castlevania games was a 3ds game a mirror it was castlevania lords of shadow mirror fate <laughs> <laughs> which is a say that five times <laughs> no <laughs> so um you know when i I'm a, I'm a big defender of Mercury Steam. They're one of my favorite studios. I think they're very talented. But um, in the back of my mind, I thought to myself, Mercury Steam, people are going to, this is just going to disappoint people I, because I, I've, you know, Mercury Steam just has a stigma. But they, but they knocked it out of the park. They really did. They knocked it out of the park. So <clears throat> this, this game adds, um, a whole lot of environments. Um, if, if, if you remember, most people don't remember, but um, when in 1992 when Metro 2 came out, it was a pretty impressive uh, game on the Game Boy. But it really, if you can't really go back and play it today, it's, I mean, it, it has its functional challenges. It's, it's from today's standards and what we expect from a game. It's just not that fun. A lot, 
often like how, how some people would say the original Metroid is not that approachable either. So they went back and, and remade this and just fleshed it out a hundred times over. You can finish Metroid 2 in a few hours, maybe four. This is, if you want to do everything, you can be in this world for 13 to 15 hours, which is a very robust game um, for a Metroid game. I'm, I'm wondering if people are going to really start challenging speedruns with this game because Super Metroid is famous for speedruns. So, and the game is only thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, for me, that's a great price price point for what you get. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I paid forty nine because I got the special edition. It came with, it came with a soundtrack, which is really good. Let me ask you this, John: How do you feel about the uh, the European special edition? <laughs> See, ladies and gentlemen, that, that was a, that I was, know uh, that I know the answer a, to that. That was messed up. Europe always gets good stuff, though. I don't know why. I, I really don't know why that is. Maybe it, maybe it sells better in Europe. It's the euro. It's the euro. Gotta be the euro. Look, if you're gonna bring this game over here, we're gonna need a really amazing special <laughs> edition. Otherwise, it's not gonna be on any market. But uh, there's a there, there's a lot of new mechanics introduced in this game to make it um, feel current, really fresh. There is. Something that you need to some there's a mechanic in this game that you really need to learn and master early on, and that is the the melee mechanic, where basically Samus takes her cannon arm, and the and and virtually every enemy in the game has sort of a charge attack that they and the game signifies by there's a kind of a flash from the enemy and it charges in your direction and you have to time it right to basically swipe your arm cannon to basically knock the crap out of it. Yeah. Um, and typically with most enemies, if you, if you master that melee mechanic, you can, once, once you knock them out, you can fire on them and kill them in one shot. You really have to master that mechanic in order to survive early on because the enemies are very aggressive. I was quite surprised how aggressive the enemies were. Um, I haven't seen enemies that aggressive since Metroid Prime. So it's pretty, it's pretty challenging. Um, a new, another thing they introduced to the series is what they call Ion, Aeon abilities. And I've acquired three Aeon abilities, so I don't really know what the fourth one is, but the first Ion ability, ability you get is, um, an Ion Pulse. Yes. And this basically releases from Samus's armor and reveals, it's almost like the scan, um, mechanic in Metroid Prime that was, that was introduced in Super Metroid where you can, you can you release the pulse in it if it if it dings if you hear this dinging sound, um, and if you're in a certain area, it reveals false walls, secrets in the environment Which that you can't typically big see in Metroid. Yeah, yeah, and you can't. Um, and you and and it'll it it, it tends to it, it has like a an extension. It goes a certain distance out uh-huh. that you can see on the map, and it reveals dots on the map that could be missiles or uh, ion expansions or things like that. You get a lot of weapons. You get a lot of weapon upgrades. Uh, it really rewards you early on um, with, I mean, I had the ice beam within a half hour of the game. And that's rare. You don't get the ice beam in most Metro games until a couple hours in. Um, but those are really some solid additions to the game. The, the, the one gripe I really have, um, I didn't see this coming. Well, I'm throwing off right now. It, yeah, it's, I know. What? it's easy. It's really easy to forgive. I'll tell you that. 
you're hunting Metroids. Um, and so far, I haven't really seen any bosses like Ridley or Crate or something like that. You're basically hunting Metroids, and there's, I think, in the entire game, three variations of the Metroid evolution. The first one, you, and and, and that goes to kind of my criticism. You, I've um, I've I've faced off on the second evolution of Metroids, but you really have to do a lot of repeat battles with Metroids that look the same. They'll have mm. ver- they'll have variations of attack. One of them will have a fiery attack, and then the other one might have an ice attack, and, and you- then the other one might have a regular attack. They they look the same. They attack the same way, and the the differences are maybe whether it's ice or fire. So I've I think I fought if my memory serves mm. ten of those exact same Metroids, and over time that can that can be. Like I'm ready to fight something different, you know. It, it just it it can get really repetitive, but it's you can kind of forgive it because of the variety and exploration, the, the vastness of this world compared to its original content. It's just the game is enormous. Um, there's no maps. Uh, a lot of times, I mean, particularly in Super Metroid, you can go to a map station and download the map for the area. I haven't. I could suck at this game, but I haven't found any map Did stations. Did you see my face get weird? Is that why you said that? <laughs> no. Because I swear they were showing maps off in the direct. Really? <laughs> That's good. I swear they were. No, no, no. You build out the map on your bottom screen so you can see every place you've been to. You oh. just can't unlock everything. You just, you just can't. In Super Metroid, you had like rooms you go into where you download the map and you can see the entire thing, and you can tell which ones... Almost like Zelda in the yeah, dungeon map. exactly. You could tell which okay. rooms you haven't been to because of how of what color it's highlighted in. Not um, the case here so Not far. the case here. Unless you're just really bad at video games. I'm really, I might be really bad. But I'm constantly... You see, the, uh, the melee mechanic is, is, like the, is like the mechanic in a Metroid game that you never knew you wanted. It's just such a fun mechanic, particularly when you, it's all about rhythm. You know, every every um, every enemy has a different speed, has a different timing. You 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 approach another enemy, and you think you're gonna you think he's gonna attack when he flashes, but then there's just Something you have to learn. Yeah, yeah, you have to learn a different timing with every enemy. The enemy variations are really are really good too. You're always discovering new. Um, types of enemies and then more powerful versions of the enemy you faced in previous areas. You have your you have your water worlds, you have your lava worlds. Um, so you'll you get a lot of basic traditional upgrades like the various suit um, and the um, something the various suit uh, gives you uh, uh, bigger shoulder pads <laughs> like well, it's nineteen eighty. Well, I do know that um, you also. As you should, very. You know, I want to go ahead and put that out there. You purchased the <clears throat> amiibos that yes. that came along with the launch of the game. <clears throat> yes. What do they add to the to the playing? The um, there's two amiibos that came out with the with the game's release. One is the classic squatting pose from Metroid Two mm-hmm. of Samus. Yeah, of Samus. That unlocks, um, I think, an ion tank. And then some image galleries for when you complete the game. So not a big deal, I guess. But the real 
the real valuable one is the Metroid amiibo that um and it's a really cool amiibo you it's like you can squeeze the metroid mm-hmm. it's very squeishy and it looks um, like it's broken it, out yeah, of something. it's 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 uh sitting outside of the canister um that they're usually kept in it's squishy it's squishy yeah, that's pretty cool <laughs> and what that particular metroid amiibo does it's when you complete the original when you complete the original metro uh the me- original mission rather it unlocks a hard mode but with this particular one, this amiibo unlocks a fusion mode, which if you which references back to uh, Metroid Fusion for the Game Boy Advance. So I'm not really sure what the the fusion mode is much harder than the hard mode. So there's that additional level, but I don't really know. I think you're given the fusion suit from Metroid Fusion, if I'm if I'm recalling it correctly. That's cool. And there's just a whole different level of challenges that unlocks and people were worried at the time when they heard that the amiibo would lock unlock a hard mode people were like okay here we go again the hard mode is locked behind a paywall but they're giving you a hard mode once you complete it but it's that the amiibo unlocks an additional hard mode so there's a lot of content that bring that can bring people back to this game well you know metroid other m was not highly regarded but chris remembers i played the snot out of that game yes i played it like yes he did (laughs) i played it like four times um got a hundred percent on um on the game and then it's it's in the hard mode metroid other m unlocked a hard mode where you only had one energy tank and i Mm. i burned through that too for the record i have looked at the uh, guide here on the igm wikis it does not appear you do not uh, I don't suck. suck at this game. <laughs> there does not appear to be a map, which location. is strange because it get it 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 that map room when you download that map and you know the original game um, and then Metroid Two, those two games didn't have maps. You had to sort of memorize where you were and and where you needed to go back to maps. So they had their own set of challenges, but Super Metroid came out and solved that problem completely. And in many ways, people have expected it ever since. But in this one, it kind of d- does it halfway. It's like you, you have that level of confidence with the map when you download the map. But this you know, adds that level of challenge where I have to really look for for things. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you know oh, to explore your surroundings? The, the ion abilities, I only touched on one. The second ion ability that, that I've gotten is kind of an invincibility mode. It's called the lightning suit where you can go through. Um, so you get to ride the lightning? Ride that lightning. <laughs> and then I showed you, I think I showed you this one today. This one is like a, it's like a ion cannon it's nice. gun. It's like a rapid fire weapon. And the ion ability has like you have a yellow gauge on your um, bottom screen that measures out your ion. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and so in in previous games, you would kill an enemy and it would give you energy. Now you kill an enemy and it gives you energy as well as ion ability, so you so you, it can help keep your gauge up. The only challenge I've had is I have not found a whole lot of energy tanks, and I'm thought, wondering if yeah, that's there's a like, wiki that can tell you that. I'm trying to avoid it. There's there's kind of a in the in the beginning of the game you you, you hit two stages um, two two areas and if you're not careful you can real I, I wandered around for a good couple of hours trying to figure out where the next area was because it's kind of hidden behind these 
places you have to bomb out. I mean, they're really well hidden. It, I was like, where the heck am I going? <laughs> it took me forever. <laughs> but uh, You should have got the book, man. <laughs> they do have a book. I saw, the book. I saw the other day. They always got a book. But I'm real pleased with this game. It, it's just, um, it's it's everything, you know, Super Metroid is that is that nostalgic greatest game ever made to me. Mm. Pound for pound, this game is every, the greatest fighter of all time. Is wait, every wait. bit is every <laughs> bit as good as Me- as Super Metroid ever was. Oh, and I can tell you this: um, I th- I would not be surprised if Mercury Steam because they haven't announced the developer for Metroid Prime Four. If they're doing it, they might be doing it. I think they. But have I a thought. Project. Oh, do they? Yeah, I was looking at their page. But I am so happy for Mercury Steam. I hope they have a continue. I hope. They've found a home at Nintendo, and they just become a Nintendo studio. I think they're a really talented studio. Mm. Um, you know, they've, and I understand. You know, a lot of people might not disagree with that, but they've they've got some really good talent. Yeah. Um, it would also be cool. Um, somebody brought this up last week on a podcast. If if ID mm-hmm. was actually working on Metroid Prime Four, that would. That'd be really weird. It, I don't think it's happening, but uh, no. but I would not be surprised Can if if Mercury like, Steam hey, was tackling though. this. Just do this. Did you um? <laughs> did you hear me say maps a minute ago? What about it? I was gonna say a dumb line, and I gotta call myself it, out baby. on it. Do it. No, because we were talking about maps, and I was gonna say where we're going. We don't need maps. <laughs> That's uh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. And that would have been a Back to the Future reference. But any lover of Metroid, yeah, I was gonna say, do you is, like it? I love this game. Okay. I really do. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I called like, you what, uh, maybe yesterday yeah. or today or whatever. And I could tell you were excited. And I was like, I don't, I want to wait till tonight. Yeah. I want to. Oh, and, and, and some people say, you know, turn, you know, some people preference wise, they go, you know, just turn the 3d off. This, this game actually is gorgeous in 3d. It really is. You, yeah, you flipped the switch today, and it was really, really cool to yeah. see. It was, it was nice. I have no idea what this is. Okay. But apparently they have another game coming out next week. Mercury Steam? According to this, what is Raiders it? of the Broken Planet? It's called Planet. Raiders of the Broken Planet. It's an upcoming online action adventure video game by Mercury Steam, set to be released on Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. I think I heard about this. Topic is, next week. Uh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, see. John. Okay, so it's the game by David Cox, who is the main producer of the Castlevania. Oh, oh his eyes got big. Yeah. Brian Cox. No, no, no. That's right, David, David Cox. Cox. Yeah, he. But he left. He he was more of he more he worked for Konami. He was like the producer oh, from Konami. Maybe he came but maybe in... he went with Mercury Steam because he did leave Konami. You're saying someone left Konami? <laughs> what? One final no. one final thing regarding combat. The um, in Super Metroid, you had what was really brilliant about that game is you, you, Samus could aim her cannon in in multiple ways all over to to hit enemies. In this game, she can do a complete 360 with her arm cannon. And you can just move that arm cannon wherever an enemy is. It's not locked into 45-degree angles, 90-degree angles, things like that. And you have kind of a line of sight, like a almost like a like like a sight, a laser sight on a on a weapon. Laser. So when you when you <laughs> laser. when you and when your cannon uh comes within di- range of an enemy, it turns red, so you know you can fire. Kind of like it, uh, <clears throat> Yoshi. Yes, actually, yeah, yeah that's good. <laughs> that's funny. That's good. Well, like, it is. That's a good mechanic. But yeah, let me ask uh, you this: Yeah, is this a must-play for a true Metroid fan? Yeah, 
No doubt. No doubt. Like no it. doubt. Um, some people will tell you that you know your, your favorite Metroid game is either Super Metroid or Metroid Prime. I, I'm I'm always I've always been a real believer in the um, in the 2D Metroids, but I will tell you this this makes me so excited for Metroid Prime. Mm. I'm happy for you. Thanks, man. It's really I'm cool to see you. the the like you say the story evolve from a an E3 press conference and the excitement build, and then in our hands we have a tangible product that you were. When I saw you on Friday, you had two sets of the Amiibos in your game <laughs> shh, 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 in your hand. Don't tell anybody. And you were ready to do this. <laughs> yeah, I have a set of Amiibos to use because I definitely wanted to unlock that fusion mode. But then I have one still in the pack. And then, in, and is it what, next week we pick up our uh, Super NES that we have pre-ordered? God help us all. <laughs> I'm excited. And if I you, got... Well, go ahead. If you had told me a year ago... That you were getting that, two? That... There was going to be a new 2D Sonic game and a new 2D Metroid. Okay. And they were both going to come out within a couple, about a month of each other, and both would be critical hits. Yeah, I, you And listen, give everything those fans wanted. Listen, the, I would have called you a liar. The classic antidote for Metroid is they're, they don't, they're, they're the, they're, they're Nintendo's third tier t- franchise. They don't sell very well <laughs> they're the splinter cell of nintendo yeah but i think i i think the the years um spent away has really hyped it up you don't I know hope, what you got i hope to gone? god i hope I, I hope to god this sells Johnny. well i would love to see this as as for 3ds i think a million seller is is a is a hit so i just i would i really want this to do well on the system Maybe then they'll let them make that Metroid Fusion game they wanted to make. Yeah, they did want to make. That's what they wanted to make at first. Mercury. Uh, Chris is talking about Mercury Steam. Yep. But good, good, good for Mercury Steam. They needed this, man. They really did. Yeah. And, and they, they just really and they the and they really knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. I mean, geez, this is amazing. Home run style. Home run grand Home slam. Run. Well, that was well done, fellas. Yes. Well I want done. to play basketball and shoot people with an ion cannon. You did great. <laughs> That's freaking hilarious. <laughs> I'm trying to find out real quick before we move on. A little, re- exactly. little live action research? Exactly. Yeah, I guess Dave Cox is uh, is known as a senior freelance game producer. So yeah. I guess he does stuff with Mercury Steam, but he, he will Yeah, Dave Cox, was, for the, he was the face of the Lords of Shadow series. The director was not. And I guess there was probably a good reason for that. They got this Raider, yeah, yeah, it's coming out. It, it looks, looks pretty like, cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. One more. I'm sorry. One more thing. You're fine. Go there's ahead. fast travel yes, in this game, which is big. That's yeah. good. There's, you did leave there's, that out. There's um. There's there's what are they teleporting, which is really a big deal. I mean, that really helps with the traversal. Does it? Did it change the game? <laughs> no. <laughs> or is it kind of just like practice? It's just it's a practice. It's a, it's a nice. It's Not even a game. Just like the melee, which you didn't know you wanted. Until you got it, now you. This don't know. is also one of those things. The, the game hey, just, hey. the game is so familiar, but it really does a lot to reinvent and reinvigorate. Oh, the uh, I like that word. The franchise. This nice. this game feels so fresh. Samus has never been. Would you also say BA. it's clean? Yeah, it, would you also say it's so clean? So clean. Dun, dun, I'm so happy. Dun, dun, Are you saying anyone's dun, as dope as that game? And, well, I, and I have to, I have to play Dishonored next week. Have fun with that. Yep. Well, if you quit being dumb at Metroid, you could almost be done with it. I know, right? <laughs> He's pretty dumb. 
But again, great job. And both of you seem to support your titles. Well, I would hope so. Which is good. For sure. I have to tinkle. Yes, I probably I should have uh, stopped it before you said that. But okay, <laughs> let's go to the news. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! news! This is what we say it, John. News. news. Yes, we got it right this time. We have news. One out of three is not bad, right? News. Weekly Games Chat here with your news. News CEO for Telltale. Do tell. No? Pete Hawley has been appointed the new president and CEO of Telltale Games. He has stepped into the role as of September 18th prior to working, uh, prior to working at Zygma. I think I'm saying that right. Zygna? Zygna? I don't know how you say it. Just keep, keep, uh, Holly held leadership roles at (laughs) Electronic Arts and Criterion Games and was CEO and founder of location based games developer Red Robot Labs. Previously, Holly was the general manager and senior vice president of games at Zagna. You know, I watch too much ESPN when I see SVP and think of Scott Van Pilt. (laughs) That's pretty funny. He does the big show. Scott Van Pilt. He's a a funny guy. He's a fan of the Maryland. Bone Strohs and Natty Bones, (laughs) Yeah. Good times. That's that's straight um, up Maryland I mean, dude, Anytime you get a new CEO, that's kind of big a big deal for your company, right? For sure. Because it could change the entire way they approach it, which I think in some cases John happy, John is happy about. I think they'll keep doing their thing, and then they'll... Yeah, I saw that earlier. Um, they'll keep doing their thing, and maybe it might just help them branch out to some new properties, which is what they really concern themselves with. I would totally play a Star Wars Star Wars theme. That would be, that would be cool. I that might would do be that. Big. I'm actually, I'm actually kind of wanting to get into the Batman one. The second, you just walk around things? the house and go, "I'm Batman." I do that anymore. <laughs> it's really annoying my wife. You don't really, your wife. You don't really do it. <laughs> I keep trying to, I keep trying he's, to. He's falling off, and he, I am. He's killing me. So he doesn't, he I'm batting a thousand today on those. He doesn't care. I'm coming in. Ricky Henderson <laughs> does what needs to do. <laughs> he has Ricky Henderson does not say it, then it didn't need, need to be said. It needn't be done. <laughs> Ricky's gonna choke up on this bat now. <laughs> and steal second 100 million strong for fallout shelter fallout shelter has reached 100 million players across mobile pc xbox one according to bethesda that's huge dude according to their website players have put 385 million hours into vault management <laughs> number of sessions played has reached 7.6 billion and 140 million vaults have been created to celebrate. Bethesda will give away 10 bucks worth of in-game items. I, I, if, if this, if this comes to switch, I'm buying it. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can hear you. Yeah. Okay, cool. I see you. I think. I'm picking up what you're putting down, Baron. Hey, speaking of Fallout. Yeah. <laughs> Is your brother still enjoying Fallout? Yeah. Let me know when you want that back. No, I, if, as long as he's playing it, he's I'm play, good. He, I think he plays it nightly. Oh, dude, he's in. I think he. He takes a, forever to beat games. Well, he's not. He's already. Is beat he it. a completionist? Yeah. You should see, see that his, with his little house that he's got. Oh wow! It's <laughs> layers and layers of of good gun goodness. I saw I a video. You could do that in the game. I saw a video of um a guy in Fallout. He never once left the main settlement, and he just kept 
using all the material to build up his own settlement there and get more people eventually get more people to come in and bring more items. <laughs> and I mean like this was he never elaborate. Left. He never left. He has never left <laughs> the main so funny. uh sanctuary area. <laughs> you eventually get all the NPCs in the game so there's nothing else to do. Yeah. So they all Pretty come much. for you. Really? Um yeah. You just How long kept, did it take? I'm kidding about that. Uh, oh, okay. He's been I think he's been doing it forever. And so, doing you know, it well. There's always these people that do this kind of Have you ever tinkered with shelter before? Uh, yes, way, way back. <laughs> Seems like, I don't know why that was so it, funny to hear um, you say that. Did it sound um, random? Have you ever tinkered with shelter before? I do not sound <laughs> like that. I think if you are a, uh, if anyone's a fan of Tiny Towers and Fallout, that's a game for you. Okay. okay. You used to play Tiny Towers? Yeah. Tiny yeah. Towers. Remember that? Yeah. We all know who the Can I get the elevator? It goes yeah. fast, man. I gotta do something. I'm getting bored with Clash of Clans. Uh-uh. It's it's called Dishonored and freaking Metroid, John. Do your job. I can't Dishonored do it on the turlet. You can play NBA you? 2K. You get yourself a Vita. <laughs> That's <laughs> you remote you remote play it in. Man, that said, Bungie Bungie <laughs> has confirmed DLC. Bungie confirmed the existence of Curse of Osiris. First reported to you last week by Weekly Game Chat. Mm-hmm. We the recently ousted DLC. Curse of Osiris is not a leak. It's real. While Bungie has yet to announce a release date, Curse of Osiris is rumored to be launching in December. That sounds about the right time period. Yep. I want to say, what was the, uh, what are the you doing first right like expansion for uh, for first Destiny? Dude, you ever see that movie Scarface? Yeah. And you see all the white stuff he did? Yeah. I didn't do that, but I act like I did because my memory's going away. I don't remember when that was. I'm trying to remember. That would be uh, <laughs> the iron. The cocaine. I can't remember. The cocaine, you cockroach. <laughs> that's, that's a horrible Pacino. It's a horrible movie. You're okay. We can no longer be friends. That movie is so stuck in the 80s, it's embarrassing. You're uh, talking about like Sly Stallone's character and well? everything he does? <laughs> do you speak well or unwell about a, uh, what's his name, Brian De Palma? Yes, he's, he's a white Don't you ever. Ladies and gentlemen, John did, just uh, said Scarface is a terrible movie. It's fine. It's just it. It really you look at it's it. It's better go, than Rocky. It didn't age well. It's better than Rocky two. Okay. It's better than Rocky three. <laughs> it's better than Rocky four. <laughs> I like the first half of the movie more than the back half. It's better than the one with Tommy Gunn in it. Well, yeah. What does that mean? Well, yeah. He's got a thirty <laughs> for thirty coming out. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Tommy Gunn. It's just, uh, called, Tommy it's just called Tommy. No, Speaking of boxing, I swear it is. That's stupid. That fight. Oof. Yeah, I didn't watch. Take everyone off. I watched it. It was a really good fight, and then that happened. Anyways, uh, everybody's going what? Yeah, everybody's <laughs> googling what happened on the fight, and then they don't even know what fight it is. Chris Canelo and uh, Triple, Triple G. G. Yeah, should have been. So what one. happened? Uh, it ended in a draw because <laughs> yes, it, it did. appears that one of the judges, at least one of the judges, was bought out to keep Canelo in it. Because Triple G, yeah, Ooh. Triple G dominated the fight. Like everyone's scorecard, like if you look at it, and was he would have become like, the. Well, he was champion. He was the champion. He would have become oh, a yeah. reigning, defending yeah. champ. Yada yada yada. He keeps the titles, but it's weird because it was a draw. Yeah. What weight class is he? Seventy four pounds. <laughs> I believe it's the same. Uh, it's the same so weight class as welterweight. Uh, or? It's the same as uh, Mayweather. Shut up, Sean. It's that same. Oh, way. that's right. Yeah, Mayweather wasn't champ. He gave that up a couple years ago. Uh, PUBG, also known as Player Unknown Battlegrounds, PUBG, <laughs> breaks record F because you 
apparently typed an F at the end of record. It happens. Yeah. Wait, you mean my staff messed up? Uh, no. No, I'm, I'm going to say you typed this one. What is he talking about? Let's see. Or do I not have, maybe, I don't know how an F appeared on mine. There's no Fs on mine. I can't allow an unsanctioned call out. Uh oh. Okay. I don't know what happened then. <laughs> if it's sanctioned, I'm all down with it. Sanctioned? What is this? Boxing? Uh, player hard. unknown battlegrounds has set a new record with the highest number of concurrent players for any game ever on Steam. The game pulled ahead of Valve's popular MOBA on September 16th with a whopping 1.349584 million concurrent <laughs> players. This surpasses Dota's previous record of 1.291328 million players. By a lot. Yes. Um, for those who are wondering just how big that is, Destiny 2, we were talking about last week, had like somewhere between 1 and 2 million concurrent players. It was players. a million point two, I think. Yeah. So, like. you know, like that's saying they're as popular now on, at least on Steam. As, just and that's the only way to get it is on Steam. Yeah, it is as you know when it comes to consoles, people John, people forget that is the master race. That's, that's where the majority of people play games. Has this game ever been scored? Like is no, because it's is not this technically game... out. It's not technically okay. finished. Yeah, out. it's still an early dub- development. So this, so this wouldn't be in contention for game of the year. Maybe I think it will. I think people will still probably. I wouldn't be surprised if some sites still count it. Count it just yeah. because I mean I don't think. If last year was about Overwatch, this year has been about PUBG. There's yeah. just no question in my mind about that. Um, PUBG. Bruce Straley Who? leaves Naughty Dog. Who? Co-director of, I believe, what? He directed Uncharted 3? Nope. No. Four? Four. Four. Okay, you got Wait. one. Don't read the notes. And The Last of Us, yep. right? <clears throat> you got it, buddy. Bruce Straley. Co-director of both The Last of Us and Uncharted 4 <laughs> has announced his departure from Naughty Dog. Quote, this has been the hardest decision of my career. End quote. He currently has no plans to announce, but plans to, quote, continue the journey into the creative process. End quote. <laughs> Straightly began his career at Naughty Dog in 1999 working on textures for Crash Team Racing. That was a classic. Uh, he was the company's 15th employee from day one. Oh, I'm sorry. Quote, from day one, I knew this. <laughs> I knew I was surrounded by some of the most talented, driven, and passionate people in the industry. They were pushing themselves to do things beyond what they even thought was possible, which in turn pushed me, and I loved it. End quote. That's uh sad. I think it's because from from what I've gathered, Neil Druckmann just pushes people out. I'm guessing. I mean, like it just might be that he's. It's becoming the Neil Druckmann place, Show. you know. And to See, be fair, he's got a great record. So well, yeah, I guess. Know. But that's the first. That's probably not what happened, but I'm with yeah. you. Like it's the first thing that comes to your mind after the uh, what's her name, yeah. uh, uh, Amy Hennig. Amy Hennig fiasco, which yeah. I think I think there was some maliciousness in that. I th- I just maybe think, I, I think, don't know. I because it, it definitely was a thing where Amy wanted to see things go one way, and and when Neil came in and said what he thought is different, they probably looked at the performance of Last of Us how much uh, the second um, Uncharted was regarded over the third one. Not true. I mean, it was. Uh, And I think... Anecdotal. I think 
that probably made them go, well, and trust Neil. You know? Yeah, I just, as much as I like Uncharted 4, and yes, I do like Uncharted 4. Awesome game. It can be, it can be, you can see Neil Druckmann all over it because it can be a tad pretentious. Mm-hmm. And it's not as popcorny as the popcorny. I like it. It's you not, say a word like pretentious, then drop a word like popcorny. It it's, works. It's not. It's not as popcorny <laughs> as the first three games. It's not that pulpy. It's not as pulpy. Yeah, that's what you're ending on, huh? Pretentious, <laughs> popcorny, pulpy. Chris, we're dropping. Names. How do you like last? Uh, I have played about ten minutes. Unfortunately, that's it. Yeah, no. I thought you were on it, man. I, I've put it in, and then <laughs> basketball. That's what he said. Basketball. Uh, Not even practice. I was playing a game. No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Lasted 10 minutes. I want to play. (laughs) Updates for Rocket League. Rocket League has a new update coming out on the 28th of September. And it will contain the following. One new seasonal arena called Farmstead. Standard versions of Wasteland and Starbase Arc Arenas for consistency in esports. Ooh la la. An option to have a transparent goalpost. Uh, if the setting is turned on, goalposts turn transparent based on where the player and the camera are located. This aims to prevent any obstruction of view, particularly for players who are inside the goal without having scored. Right there, that's huge. That is big. That's a cool little If you've part. ever played the game, that could get on your nerves. Right? You yeah. Never, you never played the game, John. Yes, I have. You haven't. You, you're not good at it. <laughs> you, you'd be the Jerry of, of, of that game. You'd just be driving around, look at me, guys, and be like... Cool, John. <laughs> New player banners, including Balls pizza there, and pigeons, and more than 90 free items, including a taco boost and an avocado topper. Who doesn't love tacos? Taco Town! If you answer and you write in and say, I don't love tacos, you can unsubscribe. I will DDT you virtually through an email. Please don't take that seriously. LAN. DDT virtually for through PC an email. Support for PC players. What? That's Land support for PC players. Yeah. That's local, local area, area network, John. <laughs> uh, and I was literally about to say what it meant. An AI, Thanks, man. thank you. Now the audience thinks I'm a schlep. An AI-powered esports-specific camera that aims to spectate effectively by predicting player moves. That's that's definitely important. Not so much for like which I was going to say, but no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't believe you were going to say anything near that, John. I have no idea what land is. I couldn't regurgitate it to you at all. This probably me. Sorry about that. You would think at this point you'd silence that. This is this is my wife. Mm-hmm. Your wife. Your wife. Hey, you're not hey. bang a thousand anymore. I'm are sick. you eating here or with the boys? Ooh. You guys are the boys. What should I say? I, well, it's, I do it got a raid to beat. It is getting Technically, late. I have food to prepare here. Okay. Is this not happening? Did they just figure out while they're listening that we didn't eat on Monday together? Sorry. It hurts a little I'm, bit. I'm responding. Coming home, baby. Love ya. You're Pookie Bear. <laughs> Nintendo Direct Rundown. Nintendo had a Direct this past week. In it, they announced that there will be a Mario Odyssey Switch bundle coming out on October 27th, the same day as the game. It comes with red Joy-Cons, Mario Odyssey Switch case, and the game. They didn't say a price yet, have they? You know, I don't think they did. Because, I mean, I don't think this is like it's how... Not, it's, it's not like... It's I'll included in it. It'll the, be like uh, the the Splatoon, Splatoon one, one, which was like three forty nine. Yeah, three forty nine, like three six. It was somewhere or three fifty nine, but it, it came with the case, the game, and the game, yeah. the color scheme. Basically, you got the you got the what you call it. You got the case for free, basically. And I you would pay for the game. I hope they do red Joy Cons. They, they are separately. Yeah. 
separately oh. though. I would love to get oh, they those. Will. They will. They will. Those I mean, if really... they can make money off of you, they'll do it. Yeah. They look really good with the system. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 will release on December 1st. I think that's for the 2DSs or is that no, for, that's the, for the, the Switch? Switch. Okay. Yeah. Skyrim on Switch will come out on November 17th. The first MOBA on the Switch is called Arena Valor. A beta will be coming soon. Doom coming to Switch this fall, while Wolfenstein 2 is slated for 2018. And we get to see Mario's nipples. His little nip nips. He goes to the beach, apparently, in Mario Odyssey. I, uh, I just gotta say, hmm. people are, people are, saying that they revealed too much of which is funny when I'm talking about Mario's nipples but that's not what I mean too much of the world of too Mario Odyssey much. but I think that we haven't even scratched the surface on what they're doing them probably yeah I'm just th- if they th- give this us game, this much there's way much yeah. more behind that we don't know you this know game I mean? is I'm so excited yeah. I'm I just like I'm hyped. I'm at the I'm at the point where I'm like Assassin's Creed? I don't know. <laughs> I'm at the point where I'm like, you want to go trick or treat what? The game just came out, honey. Have fun. <laughs> I know. it's It looks incredible. But I just, I can't, I can't just gloss over the fact. And look, I might be just fanboying it. I get it. But Doom and Wolfenstein 2, mm-hmm. granted in 2018, Doom is in the fall. Are coming out on the Nintendo Switch. They that are. is, to me, particularly Wolfenstein Two. Nine. No, thank you. <laughs> we would have just glossed over that. Is kind of the answer to, yes, you can put a current gen game on a Switch. Well, I think we learned the situation last week whenever mm-hmm. they announced that whole entire memory card game thing because I think that that's probably what the solution is going to be. Yeah, sure. yeah, they already. Uh, Doom is coming out, the main story campaign on the cartridge, with, um, if you, you have to download the multiplayer stuff. Okay, yeah. That's same. how that's going to work. Wolfenstein 2, it's, I think that's all single player. There's no multiplayer. Nine! Nine, nine, nine. I'm, I'm sure sorry. About, I'm really sorry. Just do this right here, John, right here. Dude, See, the there's side, this thing. On the side yeah. right here. Check it out. Just go. That's all you got to do. You are a jerk. Richard! So, but yeah, I, I just, I mean... I'm what they should see- do is be like, you should wait to release Wolfenstein 2 until you can release it at the same time well, as I'm, you will put it on the Switch. Because that way you can get the hell out of October 27th, which is what they need to do anyway. Well, I'm wondering if that's actually, um, I don't know, it says coming out in 2018 if that was a preemptive, a preemptive hint to a delay. I doubt it, but because I feel like they would have delayed it by now. They would have, yeah. I mean, uh, the truth is, at this point, they would have said something. Yeah. I think they're going to let this thing come out because they probably are like, we need a fall game. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, exactly that's right. that's the unfortunate truth. But I just uh, that to, I don't think that should be glossed over the fact that that is a huge deal for the Switch. It's a good that get. Is a huge deal. Um. I'm tempted to play Doom on the Switch. I'd love to kill demons on the go. Ooh. But yeah, it's um I'm hyped. Yeah. That's a good deal. I was also there when you got hype on this next thing, which what was, was crazy. Hey, Switch Online app updates. <laughs> that was just Nintendo has released an update for the Switch Online app, which will now allow users to continue to use voice chat for their phone 
when the device is in sleep mode. It also allows the app function when uh, to function while other apps are open. For Android, the app also improves Bluetooth support. So they're kind of almost a normal app now. So almost. That's good for them. What, what, what's missing at this point? Uh, the fact that I can't hear the game and talk to people really easy. Yeah. <laughs> at the same time. The not fact that you have phone. to use another that's, that's, device that's instead of just using an actual console. Yeah. yeah. That that, that's thing. always going to be a big mm, for me. John. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said last week for another point, but it actually applies. This is a hybrid console. You wouldn't take a hybrid into the mountains. It can do certain things. You don't know things. what I could do. Your face doesn't know. They what I think pathways. there are things they could have done to overcome that. Yeah. Pathways and lifts. I could do it. There I are ways they could have done it. They just chose not to. If Probably because it would have been more expensive. Had a boat. Quiet on the ocean. And if I had a pony, wow! My boat. I hate you so much. MPD for August. Ooh. According to MPD, the Switch was the best-selling console in August. That's four months in a row, I believe. No, it's four, four out, out of six. six. Four out of six. Ah, oh, sorry. Uh, here are <laughs> your top ten games for the month. Number one, Madden NFL 18. No shocker there. GTA 5, number two, because, you know, why not? Because, yeah. Jeez, that's ridiculous. Number three. It's, it's irritating. Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Four, Splatoon 2. Five, Breath of the Wild. Six, Rainbow Six Siege. Seven, Mario Kart 8. Eight, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. Nine, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. And ten, of course, is Overwatch. Overwatch is just hanging on. I think it was 10 last last month, too. Overwatch is a god. <clears throat> Overwatch is going to be... Yeah, they're, they're going to be making money off of that one for a long, long, long time. <laughs> yeah, they know what they're doing over there. You're right. <clears throat> GTA 5, though. Yeah, <laughs> number two. I, they know what they're doing over there, too. I wish I wish there was a way for people to really... Somebody to really get a... I want to know the answer. Why is this so... We've tried. To I want to know what the difference. What you say? That's the answer. I'm talking about uh, a boot. You, you know how people what's are gonna, that a boot? You go to political science class. If you major in political science, you're going to be studying what the heck happened in 2016. That's the kind of approach. This intellectual approach. I want somebody to say, but by, by the numbers, here's why GTA 5 made a gajillion dollars, 80 million units sold by now. Gotta be. <laughs> oh yeah. That's unheard of. It's it's an amazing game. It's like it's like fifty million more than the than the previous best selling game of all time, dude. It's insane. Because heist that is not put with an arc console. Because money. Because yeah, heist. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because <clears throat> improvements. Because cars. Because online. Because guns. Because online. Because yeah. the moral decay of Western society. Because I can trade just in. I'm just kidding. That's I anecdotal. I'm kidding. That's anecdotal. Someone <laughs> dichotomy. This is. <laughs> I bet you, in part, it's this. I bought GTA 5 for PS4. Well, nothing new's really come out recently, and there's this new game I want to get. Let me go trade in at GameStop and get it for, get my 25 bucks for it. Oh, there's a and new then, And then there's out. an online update. Yeah. Oh, there's an on- online update. There's nothing else to play. Well, let me play that game I just beat. Let me trade that back in and get my GTA 5 back. Was that a free addition to the game? Uh, all their stuff yeah. is free. That's what I think happened is everybody's asked for it for their birthday. Birthday. That's probably true too. <laughs> I will also say, this guy. I will also say, I, I'm willing to bet because they don't give out specifics. My guess is that there is Madden up here, and then there is a drop down to GTA 5's numbers, and after that, there is probably another precipitous 
precipitous. He gave it a go. Yeah, I tried to. Yeah, right. Gave it a go. Precipitous. There's probably another drop down to like getting to Uncharted: The Lost Legacy, followed by another drop because you know a lot of these other things that are towards the bottom here. I can't see them being things that honestly are selling that great. Like Overwatch would probably be higher on this list, of course, if it included digital PC sales, but it doesn't. But like you know, no, Crash didn't. Bandicoot: The Insane Trilogy being number nine on the list, that kind of tells me yeah, there wasn't a lot this month. You know, these things will probably all start. I would be willing to bet the only thing on here I'm one hundred percent certain maybe on the next couple of months would probably be GTA Five. I just had a thought. Oh, okay. I wonder. The, I wonder if that means that um, the Mario Rabbids game is not doing well. It came out on twenty eighth. Did it? Right. So technically, we'll see it on September's numbers if it is. Okay. Yeah, that might be why. Did you play any but more of that, by the possible? way? Mm-mm. I had to jump into you other things. You didn't have to. I did. Per we the show. show. Boom. Per the discussions we've had and the schedule. Behind the scenes and whatnot. <laughs> Scheduling. <laughs> Debating. Debating. If I'm going to pick that up. What? The thing next week. This on? Yeah. I wouldn't. Just let John do it. It's well, gotten it's gotten some good marks. I'm just I don't know if you know this. I'm giving him an easy out. I beat Disarm two way before someone else at this table. He's got ball to play. I do have a ball to play. He's he got, beat it way before I did. Yep. But and no I worries. loved it. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Bungie removes offensive symbol. Bungie is working on Bungie is working Bungie. to remove a legendary legendary piece of armor from Destiny 2 that features what looks like a controversial symbol associated with white supremacy, the Road Complex AA1 Gauntlets, which resembles a KEK logo. Uh, not sure what that stands for. Kek. Ah. Kekistan. The Kekistani flag. Oh. Uh, in a tweet from Bungie, it's come to our attention that Gauntlet and Destiny 2 shares elements with a hate symbol. was not intentional. We are removing it. This is not representing our values, and we are working quickly to correct this. We announce hate in all forms. Oh, Chris, they renounce hate. They we, announce it. We too. like to. Did I say announce? No, I said. I think I said. Yeah. I would like to announce hate. <laughs> we say it in all forms. We renounce hate in all forms. Yeah, that's probably the right call. Well, what they should have said was, "We renounce hate in all forms on both sides." On both sides. Oh, it's just uh, you know, it's 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 funny. I I uh, regurgitated, you know, Keck Kekistani flag mm-hmm. so fast. Everyone right now. That <laughs> now everybody's going. What is that hanging on your wall or something? Yeah. Probably. No. Yeah. That, well, you, in, in light of everything you, that's happened in the past couple of months, um, totally understand why Bungie kind of went out of their way to clarify and make multiple statements on this. Had it been. Six months ago, I'd have been like, "Come on, guys, you know, mm-hmm. you it's know, not that. you know, Bungie ain't gonna do that. That's just, you know, yeah, this stuff happens." But hey, they they're correcting it. Yeah, I mean, South Park you, on the other. I think if they, <laughs> I think the real, um, and I actually googled the image. The sleeve was green, um, and I think that's what the color green is 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 the association of the flag. I think if you'd have painted the sleeve red. People wouldn't have caught immediately it like caught it. People are um, very careful when it comes yeah. to this. I mean, like we were looking. It's a big deal that Call of Duty um, will have the swastika in um, yeah. the actual campaign. But again, they make sure when you actually play online, you don't 
ever see that image. You never see a swastika when you're online. Why? Just because people one, use it to, for be, to be hateful. Yeah. I think it's right that they leave it in the game. You shouldn't forget that a swastika once and still kind of does represent a certain thing. Yeah. Um, but I think they're doing it tastefully when they do it just in the game. All you need is that you need that one are, streamer who is, you know, a white supremacist like realizing that they're, back? that they're going against a Jewish individual as an American and just with a swastika Dude, you trying see to some of the screen down. names Let's people come away out of this. You hear me? <laughs> right. What? Some of the screen names people put for Call of Duty. Oh yeah. It's or or back in the day when they had open chat where everybody could talk to everybody. God, I do not miss those days. Oh, but I also kind of miss those days. In the, yeah. yeah. I used to make more friends back then. <laughs> But then you got old and decrepit. Well, no, it's like everyone goes in the private parties now. So you go out there and like the only people that are out there are just either kids that don't know about parties or they're just the most annoying people. Nine times out of ten. About one in one in ten, I find is like you're like, oh, OK, you're cool. I could play games with you. So, yeah, you, but you look at the sleeve and you immediately go, oh, uh, oh yeah, okay. that's not good. Yeah, I see it. Finally this week. Finally this week. Last update for Balborn. Beyond an update this fall, this fall, yeah, Balborn will not receive any future content. Quote, as of this week, there will be no more battle plans and there is currently no planned content after the fall update. End quote. According to Randy Varnell. He went on to promise that Balborn is, however, here to stay, stating that the servers will be up and active for the foreseeable future. They will be shifting their focus on other future projects. That probably means a thing called Borderlands 3, I'm guessing. It's got to be. It, uh, I'll say this. I thought the wheels were going to fall off way sooner than now. I think they have. They just possibly, but this is the official wheels of completely yeah. stopped turning and fell off motion thing. I mean, if if you're not putting out any more content, then that's your it. Game is yeah, a game like that, it's dead. It's just a matter of time for people to move do on. Do you feel Do you else. feel good about yourself now? <sighs> you're part of care. the reason of this. I never. Well, you know what? If they'd made a better game, I would have played it. So there you go. I don't know no, you wouldn't have, because you would have still played Overwatch. Yeah. I don't know what you're showing. Oh, you know, um, Destiny 2 jumped to an 86 since we've been recording. Well, there you go. Um, is Battleborn an Overwatch? It was a little bit more of a MOBA than Overwatch, yeah. but it tried to capture the same ideas. and It, it really out very close. Yeah, it came out like it came about out first. Yeah, it came out four weeks earlier, and it just it never really found its legs. That's how, I mean, that's how, legs. like, a lot of these things are. Like, a gimmick comes along that in these, what, you know, when you're talking about shooters, that it, it gets people to buy in. It gets the and, people going. And one person, it, what usually honestly happens nine times out of ten is that one property is the one that sets the standard and they become the ones who, who get all the fortune and success. Sorry. Um, you know, like PUBG right now. Yeah. Everyone, I think, has been trying to kind of make that kind of PUBG game for a while. And even here, like they're saying Division has now mm-hmm. added in things from PUBG. Because everyone sees that's where the hype train is going. We'll probably see, I'm sure, next year there will be something similar in our Call of Duty or Battlefield. And it would not shock me. <laughs> but... Uh, they're the ones. They're the ones who have won that battle now. So you know it's, it's locked up. Yeah. Anyone and else who wants to try to make a PUBG game now, a little small developer, you're wasting your time. 
as far as that. You better you need Someone. to go you need to go figure out something. We've got two small people like small groups of people who are making yeah. games. They they listen to our show and they're just like <laughs> shut down the site, guys. Just shut it, it down. <laughs> <laughs> You're wasting your time. Yeah, I think like they're they're moving on, doing their thing, you know. Uh like if you wanna be that small developer coming up or mid like, you know, unknown indie developer, you gotta come up with something original that has the right time and place. That's what happened with that game. Um, Balborn tried to be that. Your only option. There. Uh, there's a there's a there's a light at the end of the tunnel for people who were affected by Chris's statement, which was Chris very hateful and very dismissive. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I try. If you're making a PUBG type game, just put it on the Switch. <laughs> you give it to. I guess you could give it to PlayStation. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. They're definitely going to be like, "How do we get in?" But oh well. Is, is Rust gone, or is that no. still out there? No, is Rust it, is out there, but yeah. it, it kind of died. Is it a little bit? Is it a per, is it a, is it a final game? Yeah, I think it finally is. Yes. If it's not, yeah, it's, it is. Yeah, Sean is trying to I tell frequent, us. I, fre- I used to frequent. You used to frequent the Steam. Yeah. What happened? I. Xbox, Xbox, baby, she's getting tired. That's why I'm building a new one this year. Is that on record? Is it going down in 2017? It's most likely going. Oh, he stepped. He stepped back. Well, I don't want. I don't want to say because you never know. Like, what if, like, all of a sudden, you know, my transmission fails? Well, sorry, I guess you know, I'm not going to be buying. You have a 2017 car. 2010. Is it? Yeah. Your fit is 2010. Yeah, I bought it in 2014. It was 2010 that only had like. 12,000 miles on it. I thought you bought a brand new car. Nah, CarMax. Nice. Yep. Okay. Indeed. Learn something new every day. Cool. So uh, this has been Car Chat. <laughs> car <laughs> Talk. Oh, no. Uh, let's wrap this up. Never. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, that's a trademark. A little addition. And we're, can, yeah, we're getting to it. You paid old Ted Turner for that. Is that he bought them. Really? Yeah. Stop trying to play things, John. <laughs> Emails. You can write them in to weeklygameschat at gmail.com, just like Rob did from Virginia. He says, gentlemen. Uh, I think you have the wrong podcast. I'm writing to lodge a complaint with management, Chris. Uh, yesterday, I had a three-hour road trip drive from uh, during the workday, in addition to the usual 60 to 90-minute commute to and from work. Fun fact, gentlemen, when you live in the Northeast, you drive really far a lot of times in your job. My mm. parents can both attest to that crap. Uh, usually, I can count on your podcast to curb my road rage on Wednesdays, but yesterday's episode was woefully inadequate in terms of length. That's what she said. <laughs> I recognize you are doing what you can, given all you have, real jobs, and I enjoy the show immensely. But on days like that, I need the long, the longer the better. That's what she said. <laughs> that is dinner. Shifting gears, I gather that the three of you are somewhat of similar age as myself, 38. You're an old man. You're a little off I'm there. Uh, 25. Yeah, I'm 16. <laughs> I'm 12. Um... Uh, I am curious as to what consoles you grew up with. I 
if you've covered this previously, please Never. direct me to the episode if possible, and I'll go back and listen to it post haste. Uh, I quickly. did listen to the top five episodes, and I could glean a lot from that. But most of the older games, pre-Sega exit of the console market reference, were on Nintendo systems. So I was wondering if any of you spent much time with the Master System, TG-16, Genesis, or Saturn. For myself, I started with an Atari 2600. Gangster. Then got a NES in 1988, followed by the Master System shortly afterwards, then a Genesis for Christmas in 1990, pre-Sonic. Oof, rough times. Uh, <laughs> the... <laughs> The, I'm sorry, I refuse to say this, Rob. So I'm going to say the SNES. He wrote it right, and you did that on purpose. You <laughs> I SOB. I just can't do it, Rob. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. make me do it. <laughs> in the fall of 1992 for Street Fighter 2, Sega CD in 93, and the Saturn in 96. Top five from childhood would be in no particular order. Adventure on the Atari 2600. Super Mario 2, Secret of Mana, Super Street Fighter 2, uh, and either River City Ransom or Streets of Rage 2. Streets of Rage 2 is an awesome game, Rob. Honorable mention, NBA Jam, for sure. He's on fire! Uh, sorry for the long message. Just wanted to share a little background. Keep up the good work and game on. That Thanks. message was longer than last week's podcast. <laughs> but Also, I- he wants us to get shirts. We do need shirt. I told you, sons of guns. Listen, in fairness, uh, he our, said our, I'd buy that shirt with your things on it. <laughs> that was the title of this email. Our podcast was ninety minutes last week, right? Isn't that we're at about two hours me. right now? I told <laughs> you guys, just like in real not in real life, link matters. Okay, you keep that's what she said. This and you're right. And I do counter myself a lot with no girth dust. It's a fine balance, gentlemen. We must maintain it on this fine program. I don't have either of those points. Wait, what? <laughs> um, Rob, as far as what you ask, yeah, I don't think we've ever gone over specifically what consoles we've owned, but I owned the NES, the Genesis, the Sega Saturn, God, um, <laughs> a PlayStation, uh, Dreamcast, PlayStation 2, Xbox, Xbox 360, PS3, Wii. Wii U, technically. Wii U, yeah. Uh, Xbox One, PS4. And Switch. And Switch. That's is why. My, is it my turn? Yeah. Uh, Nintendo. Super Nintendo. What comes after that? <laughs> Nintendo 64. GameCube. Yeah. Um, what comes after that? The Wii. The Wii. The Wii U. The Switch. Uh, PlayStation, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, the Dreamcast, the Xbox 360, the Xbox One. One. Am I missing one? PS4? PS4, yeah. Switch? Switch, yeah. PS3? I didn't, I, I, we technically had an Atari 2600 and I played it a lot, but it wasn't mine. Yeah. And I played a, a ton of my friends at Sega, but we talked about that, but I never mm-hmm. owned one. Yeah, I left out the handhelds, but yeah, we don't. There were those. We don't, yeah. handhelds. I don't yeah. need to bring up the Game Gear again. I technically ordered like two or three uh, Nintendo sixty fours because I did trade in um, and get the the neon green see through Donkey Kong Country edition one. There you go. It was super cool. <laughs> that was a horrible game. What about you, Johnny? Uh, I my gaming started with uh, not because I 
lived back then, but uh, <laughs> my dad had a Pong machine. Oh, yeah. wow. Um, so I started playing video games on that. Well, a video game on that. Right. <laughs> but we had the 2600 Atari. We had the NES. We had the Super NES. We had... I borrowed the Genesis for a month from a friend of mine. Hmm. Um, then, <laughs> Some really nice friend. <laughs> then yeah. the, uh, we, we, he had my Super Nintendo. Oh, ah, okay. And well, then... The, uh, I'm not going to punch it. Um, N64, GameCube. You know, I, my college roommate had a PlayStation 2. That doesn't count. And I played that a lot. Doesn't count. Well, he's asking. Because, I mean, I didn't, I I didn't have a GameCube, but I played a ton of GameCube while I was in college. Huh? Yeah. Okay. If it doesn't count, I apologize. <laughs> where your loyalties, where your where your capitalistic dollars, but I went. but I but I didn't really invest my own money into uh, a non Nintendo console until the PlayStation Three. I remember that day. Yeah, I said you're making a terrible mistake. Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty is so much better. And he got it, me to get. He he actually orchestrated a plan for me to get a Three Hundred and Sixty. I remember this. It was a great plan. We got, remember we got when we got uh, yeah. when we got Dormany one? Yeah. Man, crazy. That was crazy. Ryan actually is is who convinced me to get the PlayStation Three, and I did it for very Mother. good reasons. I wanted a Blu-ray player, yeah, and I wanted to play Castlevania: Lords of Shadow. Oh, those two things you could do. I do have to give a rest in peace to From HD DVD to Mike died a long time. to Mike Slade's Blu-ray player and his PlayStation Three. Oh, oh rest died. in peace. We also had Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yeah, away. he did. Yeah, that's much legit, more important. Than that's a legit place, rest in peace. Blue station, blue station. Even more important. <laughs> yeah, we also got an email from Iron Puppy. He says, "Greetings, gentlemen." I know that name. Firstly, looks like I'm going to go against the grain on this one, and I don't know if uh, if it's was a bit, but I'm going to have to agree with John about the whole we when it comes to sports. It's a minor gripe of mine that I try to keep to myself since I'm in the minority. Oh, I think because uh, we talk about sports at the beginning, right? I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, secondly, with all the hype of the NES and SNES minis, he, he did not spell out the names. It makes me wonder, what are your opinions of emulators? Not ones you will find in stores. Lastly, how do you guys feel about game re-releases? Um, such as L.A. Noir. Personally, I feel it's just a cra- cash grab playing on people's nostalgia. Don't get me wrong. Some of the re-releases have been good, but why can't the gaming industry just keep moving forward and not zigzag? Came on. I want to. I, I want to. I, I don't want to dismiss um, his first point. I really want to explore what he's talking about. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Why don't you, you uh, write? I, I'm not 100% sure. What, can Is you he read talking it again? About, yeah. And uh, not, firstly, it looks like I'm going to go against the grain on this one, and I don't know if it was a bit. I think he's saying like he didn't know if we were doing this as a bit. You, you didn't even read that part. <laughs> but I'm going, yeah, I misread it, I think. Oh, okay. I, yeah. Uh, but I'm going to have to agree with John on the whole we when it comes to sports. We is in quotations. It's a minor gripe of mine that I try to keep to myself since I'm in the minority, I think. We. I don't understand. I'm lost. We the console? No. W-E. Like we the people. Yeah, we the people. On sports. Yeah. Because we talk about sports at the beginning? Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's got to be that. Okay. Got well, it. you know what? 
I just live in the South. I just didn't want to dismiss his point. And I love your downloads, but Roll Tide, I will never <laughs> not talk about. Uh, but that's cool. We can all have our different interests, and that's all that matters. Um, as far as emulators, I think we've previously hit on that before. I personally, I don't think that should be the only way you game. But, you know, like there are some great ways to discover things, especially if you don't have a lot of money through emulators. So if you want to pick up something from the SNES era and you don't want to stay in the line at Walmart for 45 days to get one this fall. The only might reason, not be a bad idea. The only reason I ever wanted the original Xbox is because I'd read a story that actually I had a friend who actually had, who turned his Xbox into a emulator that had every single NES, Super yeah, NES, I remember this. Genesis game out there. And so I think emulators are kind of cool. In fact, there was a story out today. I, I didn't include it, but... Um, Apparently, there's the factory settings in the Switch is actually there's an emulator in there. There's a golf game. Hmm. Is it just a golf game? I think it's the original Nintendo golf game. Okay. Nice. Which is uh, super dope. As far as uh, re-releases, I would say it, it, they are there. They are there for money. And I, I will say this. I don't have a problem with them putting things back out on the market that used to be there. Like, I mean, like Final Fantasy VII got put or out Alain on Noir. PS3. It was a niche thing. Then, yeah. And maybe like, it's different this time. That's a know. game that, you know, maybe someone wants to pick up they never did. Yeah. Well, now they have the ability to get it. Where I had a problem or where I have a problem was like when we had this period of remasters that really weren't anything more than just, you know, PC ports of the game that already came out. And like we were seeing just a slew of them for the first two or three years of the console of everything from that just came out the last two or three years from the past generation. You're just like, uh, it it just like, it got annoying really quick. And you know, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me because I think, I think, I think I know I'm suspicious Mm. as to why they exist. And I think if someone's buying it, some, well, he hit the nail on the head. It's the idea that if those remasters and re-releases, Mm-hmm. help pay for games that we actually do want yes then please by all means yeah and they're absolutely relying on your nostalgia to i don't make remember that anybody purchase. having nostalgia for la noir though that uh, you have to admit that was a that was that was that a was, random it was, it was, was random, hyped yeah. up and then yeah it came out and it was like oh okay that was a game and it's funny i remember it being a disappointment but if you look at the metacritic score it's pretty good it's like, like said, an 89 it or was, 88 it was very much like how even now GTA four was like where opinion kind of soured over time. <laughs> GTA four ended up being something that should have just been considered a great game as opposed to like, Oh my God, defining game yeah, in you, terms of, I remember, you, I remember you when you played that, you were like, Oh, I love it. The that, greatest that, thing ever. That game is amazing. Like I would give it like, you know, it, it would have been, it would still be in my game of the year discussion, but mm-hmm. it's not like of the two, uh, GTA games in the past five or, 10 years or so it's pretty clear which one has been the one that has defined a generation right you know um and will probably stay with us for the rest of the time as far as games are concerned so all right well good yeah that was good yeah i feel like we have something else we have to do though oh no i'm good i'm out yeah okay (laughs) so like we promised We've been promising forever, and it is finally coming out next week. So we can we can get the ball the the ball rolling on this. I'm thing. gonna feel really bad if it, if it ends up being a Madden guy, but and the whole, and the entire time we could have yeah, already we could have given away, but we didn't want to. <clears throat> uh, so if you remember back over the summer, Sean put out a blurb for everyone, telling them that he wanted to hear about their favorite football 
and soccer teams. And if you did, you got entered for your opportunity to win a digital copy of either Madden or FIFA for your system of choice. And if you pick FIFA on the Switch, I might come punch you in the place I can't. That's but I'll Richard. chop his neck and everything will be okay. We'll be fine. I, I, I still reflect on that blurb of his. It started out with, hey, hey. this is different again, huh? <laughs> right. We could, uh, you know, we could just also say if they want NBA 2K that they can get that. No, team. it defeats yeah. the whole purpose. But they're teams with balls. Nope. Football. <laughs> it was football. It was to generate football hype. Football. Okay. All right. Well, I have all the names entered in, and now I'm going to hold down the generator of names. And I'll tell you when to stop. John, it is, do, we, do we look at each other and give us the nod? How, sure. we, how do we do this? I'm holding down a button. It's spinning. It's spinning. It's spinning very rapidly. I'll I let you do it, I'm not looking at it at all. You say when. I will tell you. You say it. I want it to go on forever. <laughs> Stop. Oh, we got a winner. <laughs> well, if yeah. your name, hold up. If your name begins with a C, <laughs> you're still in it. <laughs> yep. As far as I could tell, unless uh, I pulled your email name or something and you go by a different name. But the uh, name I'm showing is Chapman Maddox. Chapman Maddox. Chapman Maddox. I'll have to pull up your email, but I will send you some correspondence and we'll get the ball rolling. Congratulations. And, and get you your rats, my friend. Woo-hoo. You will either have a copy of FIFA or, or the Maddens, whichever you want. Yes, 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 indeed. But not NBA 2K because Sean's a jerk. I'm, yes. <laughs> I am a jerk. If he said like, so, do you, could you understand how many people, if, if we would have said, and your favorite basketball team, there would have been pops. Bam. There would have been more. It would have diluted the pool of possibility. <laughs> diluted, huh? That's yeah. the word you went with. What, what's the better word, John? I don't know. I have no idea. That's a pretty good word for that That's situation. That's a great word. Yeah. What do you want from me, Chris? Don't let what him do shame you, you like me? that. Don't let him shame you like that. Yeah, I know. I'm shame. still. I, I don't like letting people down like Iron J, so that still bothers me a little bit. It's Chris's fault. I'm just gonna put that out there. Okay. <laughs> okay. I relearn. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 121 what? of Weekly Game Chat. That's a palindrome. If you like the show. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you choose to use. And if they have a rating system, drop us a rating and a review. Helps people find the show so they can discover things when we put, try putting two names in the title. I was going to say, would that, would that, would that situation help us when we do something like we're doing this week for the first time ever? Probably. We'll see how well it goes. Uh, can I interrupt? Please. Well, you're doing it. So go ahead. It's been a, it's been a while. It's been. One since week? I've oh. since I've given a shout out to my boys BK Nate and Derek of the Playerway podcast, hmm? what they if, pay you? They haven't paid me a thing. I they, don't believe they, this. They pay me with great content every and, week and friendship. And ah. I'm more friends with BK than the other guys. I don't really actually. I've never met Nate, but um, I can say that I'm only friends <laughs> with BK. This this show is <laughs> this show has become quite good. It's belly laughs every week, and they they talk about. The full realm of uh, entertainment, enlightenment, all that good stuff, and um, it's it's really it's really top notch. Top notch, dare we say, ladies and gentlemen, I encourage you to go and subscribe to the Player Way podcast. And BK, you can send that check to Weekly Games Chat. He owes at me nothing. Gmail dot com. He, he owes me nothing. Gmail dot com. Weekly Games Chat. 
You just tell me what PayPal you want to send that money to. We will take it whatever way we get it. BKI will punch him after the show. Until next time, though. I will simply say game on, Sean. Game on, Chris. Game on, John. Game on, Chris and Sean. Game on, John. Your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. Thug to the life. I hope this was long enough for you, uh, Rob. Because <laughs> that's what she said. Oh,